Welcome to the continued podcast adventures of Superhero Speak. But I think many of the people that love this character and that love superheroes in general have used these stories as inspiration to say, you know what, I'm going to do something good in the world. I'm going to make a difference like my hero when I was a kid. That is my fondest memory of it because when, you, when you're doing comic books, you want them to affect people. Right. You bring people to care. You want, you want to strike emotions. And I knew that that clone saga was striking a lot of emotions. Can you yeah. imagine uh, Pulp Fiction starring Goofy and uh, Mickey Mouse? I can totally <laughs> imagine that. You I'm sure somebody's written that one. Pounder with cheese in France, Mickey. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Boy, ale with cheese, Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> I can totally see. I, I, would, I would watch the hell out of that movie. Yes, I gladly saw, sacrifice that my. my progeny to you of a mighty marvel beast <laughs> <laughs> but neil adams is somewhere going mm, it's, it's my time uh, <laughs> how do you measure success hey everyone and welcome to superhero speak i'm your host dave and john and chris yes and jd will be joining us he's running a little late i'm sure he has a story from when he gets here John Cass, BJD. <laughs> this is true. You are JD, right? Isn't your middle name a D as it, well? It, it, yes. Yes, it is, as a matter of oh, fact. Oh, I didn't even know that. <laughs> <laughs> JDO. Yes. So how is everyone doing? Chris, it's been a while <laughs> since you've been on. What's new in your world? <sighs> Nothing. I turned 44 at the end of last month, so that was fun. Now it's June here in Indianapolis. It's very nice out. I don't know. Just outside doing stuff i just i finished writing 2028's book i think i'm about five years ahead i write very far ahead so (laughs) that's good maybe i could take a break for a little while Mm, i don't know that's it just hanging out having fun john (laughs) i just getting off of a four-day weekend and instead of working through it like i've been doing for the past couple of weeks I, I just blasted through five light novels uh, this weekend. It's the, first re- it's the first time I've really hit light novels that hard. I usually go through the manga, but uh, so the writing style is different. And I don't know if the one that I'm reading is the same style I should expect from the rest because it's not as literary as a book. And I don't know if that's because of the translation or the format, but otherwise uh, really good. It's uh, they reincarnated as a sword. The it's actually the storyline is it gets better as it goes along. So I'm, I'm like book five. I'll be on book six tomorrow at the rate I'm going. And it's pretty good. It's are, really those, good. are those like novella lengths? They're shorter than what you'd expect for an American novel. And there's a lot of missing direction. You just have the you just have the characters say something like and you have sometimes the context isn't quite there for you. Like you expect like he should he said she said he emoted, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But normal, but in these, you're missing a lot of that. It almost, it almost reads like a, what do you call it? A, a manuscript, not a manuscript, a screenplay. A, yeah, a screenplay. That's pretty much what it almost reads like, except there's more to it than that. Yeah, I'll have to ask JD if he knows, but anybody who's listening here, including mm-hmm. our old friend that also talks anime about it with us, wondering if that's like what I sh- should expect from the other the other light novels, because like I said, I've just read one series now and uh, there's a bunch of other series I want to get into. So I'm wondering if that's just the format I should expect. Although by book five, it's way more literary. 
Like it's getting, I, I don't know if it's just the writer started with book one and now he's getting better and better as you go along. But so anyway, and, that's uh, what it, hmm? I was going to no, say. I'm goodness. interested in other forms of literary traditions. And I've, for myself, I came up with a series idea and I'm trying to think like, how can I put this out faster? Because I write pretty fast. Light and, novel seems to be it. Yeah. So it's something for me to investigate at least. So yeah, cool. Yeah. You weren't so, sure about when you recommended it last week. You were like, oh, I'm just getting into it. I'll let you know. So yeah. I'm glad you followed up on that. The Yeah, and the storyline gets way better. There's one season of the anime out. And I'll tell you, the anime is actually better in some ways. Oh, be, because better. I'm shocked to hear that. What are we talking about? <laughs> no, no, usually it's the other way around. You know, usually they use an anime to, to lead you into the manga because that's where the real money is. American 80s cartoons led you into the toys. But in this case, they were able to improve on the story in the anime like fixing some mistakes you might have picked out in the light novel, which is what the first format was for the story. And, uh, but then the story is getting way more complex as it goes along. So I'm really interested and I'm AD. So I hyper-focused on, I sat down and I just, I just read two light novels yesterday. Yeah. And the day before that, like another one and a half. And now I'm on book five. (laughs) You hyper-focus on things? Get that's ADD. Out of, yeah, I know. Out of here. No, that's what happens with ADD. You know? it, and it depends on what you're interested in, right? So reading is one of my things. I will sit down and I will devour a 400-page novel in four hours or three hours. And if I'm really interested in a piece of development code, I will sit there and then look at the clock and realize it's been six hours since I even turned my head. I'm sure uh, that's but, good but for you. But everything else, I am just, oh, look, butterflies and squirrels. <laughs> anyway, JD. How was your trip home? Fine. I got pulled over, but I did not get a ticket. Oh, did you cry? No. Did you make your son cry? (laughs) No, I was by myself. They flew. I drove. It was cheaper for me to drive because we got a great deal on tickets, but it was one of those cheap airlines that like they charge you per luggage or per baggage. So it was actually cheaper for me to take to rent a car and drive to Orlando than rent a car down to Orlando, fly all our luggage and go back. So for me, it was just five days in a car. Yikes. No, it's fine. I, 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 audiobooks. I just wasn't feeling an audiobook. I could not find anything I wanted to listen to. So I was actually playing on YouTube and listening to documentaries and stuff like that. I just wasn't feeling it. The Magic Kingdom sucks. Yeah. It's awful. <laughs> I didn't. It's awful. Isn't that what I said when I came back? It's hot. Right. It was hot because I was in winter, but it's, it's all blacktop. So if it's hot, the heat rises and it's off and there's no signage. You're just right? trapped in it. Yeah, and they used to and, take that into account. The original design of Walt Disney World and even Epcot was that they had plenty of foliage around, and they broke all that up. And now, now they're just expanding, expanding. It's awful. I, it's I will awful. say when I went in March, beginning of March, that's like the perfect time to go because it's seventy in the mid seventies the whole time. Yeah. Oh, it just it was not fun at all. It took an hour and a half to leave the park. Yeah. <laughs> To leave because you have to stand in line to leave. I'm laughing at your pain. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> Hollywood Studios was fun. Star Wars Galaxy's Edge rules. It was a lot of fun. I had a great time. The Rise of the Rebellion ride is fantastic. The Millennium Falcon ride, a little disappointing, actually. The old Star Tours is a lot of fun still. And then we went to Universal Studios. Get this Universal Studios has a parking deck, something Disney does not have. It has a covered parking deck it has walkways and escalators and there's signs in the park telling you which way stuff is the fast pass you buy it for everything it was expensive but 
the longest ride line I waited in was like 15 minutes. But it's just one time you buy the fast pass. One time. Whereas, Dis- whereas Disney, Disney, you're you getting the gamified every... system where it's, uh-huh. you have 20 minutes to buy a new lightning pass that's only available now. It's like, for this ride and this ride only. You can't buy mm-hmm. more than one. You can only use this one first. Universally, go, okay, it's 200, I think it was like 250 bucks. You can, you get a fast pass to go any ride in the park. Mm-hmm. And it was great. Universal Studios is a thousand times better than the Magic Kingdom. I had such a better experience there than at Disney. Universal is what people think Disney should be. Disney is really getting by on, on reputation and the park. I've never been to the other, so I can't compare. It's awesome. I've only been to Universal once, and that was only a few years after it opened. The ride, but- We went to Universal 15 years ago, and I had a good time, but I had a better time this time around. There's more stuff. The rides are way better. I couldn't do the roller coasters because the little kid's not ready for them yet, but we did the Hagrid's one, the Hagrid's motorcycle Harry Potter one. That ruled. Like, that was fantastic. My wife's a Harry Potter nut, so we had to do all the Harry Potter stuff. Yeah. You know, it was good. The Spider-Man ride, I think they've revamped it since the last time I wrote it, like 15 years ago. It felt better. Like, it was good. So. Yeah, it's but well, some stuff. General upkeep. So that, we'll put it this way, Pirates of the Caribbean, all they've done is add Jack Sparrow to it, and it's god-awful <laughs> boring. It's horrible. That's true. But yeah, no, Universal Studios was fun. Florida was hot in general. As it is. As it is. I'm glad to hear that Universal's doing something right. Hey, Comcast, man. Got to respect the Comcast. We had the Disney. You're allowed to say that. You're not allowed to say that, John. I'm allowed to to gush about it. I cannot say anything (laughs) if I don't think. But it sounds like what they're doing is they're learning from Disney's mistakes. I think so. I think so. We had the character dinner with marvel so andy got to andy law he it was really cool when everyone else was there he liked captain america but then spider-man there and like the level of intensity was like up he kept waving to spider-man until spider-man came and talked to him and then he was like awestruck that spider-man was talking to him like he knows it's not the real spider-man right he knows there is no real spider-man but still something about and the guy was really good like he really got the character i love that right? not the real spider-man it's not that, like he's he knows this dude is oh, actually yeah. Spider-Man. Like he knows it's a fictional character. Like going to pro wrestling, it's fun to pretend and lose yourself in the magic. Yeah. Exactly. Right. And he did, and he had a blast. And that's what's important. Oh, we also made a lightsaber. He made had to make a lightsaber. That I is a they put a production into that. And yep. it rules. They do that with the droids too. I wanted to make the a droid, droid laser, but I never got he, a chance. He did both. He did the droid and he did the <sighs> lightsaber. We spoiled him. The droid is not the production that the lightsaber is. The produ- oh. the lightsaber, the guy gives you the history of the lightsaber and tells you what the colors mean. And like they have they have like audio from Yoda playing over underneath you, and it's you're building it to the new uh, the Luke Skywalker music. It, it is a production. And the guy who was like leading it, I'm like, this dude could be in like movies and stuff. He's really good. Like he was really feeling it. They drop the him droid, they're the cave like and make him find his own kyber crystal. They kind of give you the kyber crystal. They're like, here, pick your kyber crystal. He's seven. So it was like, I didn't want him digging. <laughs> so he had to face his greatest fears or whatever. Nah. The hell you have to do. <laughs> <laughs> I had to face my greatest fear because it was $270 for the lightsaber. Yeah. So that was, dad was facing his Oof. greatest fear with giving up my credit card, shaking. Yeah, but it's it was fun. He was disappointed because he couldn't make it look exactly like Luke Skywalker's. Oh. But it's pretty damn close because they didn't want they want you to customize it and make it your own. He's no, has to be like Luke. And then the build your own droid, he made R2D2 because it had to be exactly like R2D2. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I would be the same way. So. I know you would. I was thinking that too. I'm like, this would be Dave if we were at Disneyland. <laughs> <laughs> 
<sighs> but it was fun. That was a good vacation. First vacation I've taken in eight years. Awesome. Yeah. Dave, how Dave. are you? How am I? What did we do that? All right. All right. No, we didn't. Uh, you popped in just as John was going. Chris went first. Yeah, you um, get to miss all my updates. Oh, sorry, Chris. So, There's nothing going oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's start with this. Wait, oh, my, oh, the cat's out of the bag now. That's my girlfriend. Happy birthday, Dave. Thank you. Yeah, so it's been a long weekend. <laughs> Amen. Today is my actual birthday. Oh, wait. She just posted. <laughs> So, yeah, and then, of course, yesterday was Father's Day. Did everyone have a... Did you have a good Father's Day, J.D.? I was by myself in a car. Oh, so, yeah. I didn't think of yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So it was all good. right. I got to decompose... Decompre- I almost said decompose, which is how I felt. I got to decompress <laughs> from my vacation. I, I didn't uh, see the flash. So. We, uh, so, Saturday, we got together early and went down to South Philly and went to the Italian market and got a bunch of fresh ingredients, went back to her place just had chinese and relaxed for the night and then sunday yesterday i spent the night she made me bolognese sauce Ooh. for dinner which is that's my favorite that's what i normally order when we go to an italian restaurant and seven hours it took to make this sauce and it was yeah it was one of the best sauces i've ever had in my life she got a recipe from a chef we both like and yeah, That's good. That would suck if it wasn't very good after seven hours. <laughs> yeah, no yeah. shit. We let this piece of shit just stew for a so, while. It tastes like so apparently <laughs> all right. Si- apparently, the secret to bolognese is a lot of fat. Like it's it starts with butter and oil, a mixture of butter and oil. You, you put the veggies in and then let them saute. Then you add the meats. It's a mixture of beef, pork, and not lamb, veal, beef, pork, and veal. You let that cook. You leave the fat in. Then you add milk. And you wait till that cooks flavor. And you wait till that cooks down so you just have milk fat left. And then you add in all your other ingredients, let it cook. Wow. Yeah. Somebody really likes you. My left arm is going numb just (laughs) listening to this conversation. It was so good. I was so grateful she made it for me. It was wonderful. And then today I saw a movie that we will be talking about in a little bit and then went to dinner with my family to actually celebrate with my kids and grandkids. That's awesome. Yeah, and now I'm here Sounds with nice. you guys. I'm, I'm not sorry. sure if that's a good ending to my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> we'll try to ruin it. Oh. I do. I try every week. <laughs> this one will be extra special. Classy says, hello there, and I love HP series. Ron Weasley. Oh, Harry, Harry Potter. Potter series. Ron Weasley is my favorite character. Truth, Speaking truth to power right now, never read a book, seen one of the movies. It's my wife's come, but I've listened to the, every book because my wife sleeps to audio to audiobooks. Yeah. So I've heard parts of every Harry Potter book. I'm sure it haunts my dreams, but I've never actually sat and watched, except for the last one. I saw the last one at the theater with my wife and I kept going, who's that? What's going on? Who's that <laughs> oh, guy? Wow. You're my Look favorite at- kind of movie companion. I did it. I did it just to, <laughs> just to spite my wife because I'm that kind of husband. So look who's watching guys. Uh, hey, Don's mm-hmm. back. Don says I live on half hour from Cedar Point, but I've never been mo- modulated, motivated. Is that what you motivated? motivated enough, mod- I like modulated better. I've that, never been modulated enough speak. to travel to any other amusement park. Cedar um, Point's pretty great. I've There's never been to Cedar coast- Point. A lot of coasters there. That's not too far from you. About I mean, three states. Just go across Indiana. That's right. I forgot. There's no reason to stop in Indiana. Quite right. Don, I agree. Don and I share the I same there birthday. Happy birthday, Don. <laughs> Happy birthday, Don. Completely forgot that we share the same birthday. So, so yeah, happy um, birthday, everyone, <laughs> except the rest of us. 
So yeah, it was a long but fun weekend, and it doesn't stop, won't stop there. Next weekend, it's going to be busy, because both my brothers are the 26th, so we'll be celebrating. We'll have a combined birthday for everyone next weekend. Do you want to hate about Florida? Yeah. Florida. Uh, These days, Florida. It's hot. It's It's hot. It's shaped like a penis. It is shaped like a penis, and that's its one endearing quality. Oh. They are acting like dicks. America's wang. I'm driving around Florida, and I'm like, people live here on purpose. It's hot. It's muggy. No one uses turn signals. Like, it sucks. Sorry if any Floridians are listening. It's a nightmare. <laughs> don't go there. <laughs> oh, I, I just got back. I don't disagree. We ain't. Andy's like, I want to go back to Galaxy's Edge. And I'm like, when you're a parent, I'll come with you. <laughs> <laughs> you can take your own kids someday. That's what I'm like. Yes. When dad is old and decrepit, I will be a burden upon you. There are people who go down and just go to Galaxy's Edge and then go home. They don't go to the rest of the parks. Dave, I would do. That's what I would do if I went back. Yeah. Go to Galaxy's Edge and then go to Universal. Now, I have a question. Yeah, did, you, would do did, that. did you go to Animal Kingdom? No, I've heard good things, but we just didn't have the time. I did not go. I would not go again because, especially in this time of year, there's no shade oh. and it's all open. And it was hot in March in oh. Animal Kingdom. Yeah, I can't Animal, imagine. It was the nicer of the parks. They had pretty good food too. But yeah, like in the summer, I wouldn't do it. I'll say this. The food was pretty good at both Disney and Universal Studios. Universal Studios is a Jurassic Park restaurant. I had the best rotisserie chicken meal I've had in like a long time. It was fantastic. I, Don, I would hope you paid for your meds. I think he meant pain meds. <laughs> Don is definitely on another level tonight watching the show. Thanks for joining us, our friend. <laughs> I'm glad. It's good. Yes. Can only improve it. Nice. All right, all right. So, what the hell are we doing? I didn't even get to read the notes. I've been in the car all day. I was going to say we're not doing social media madness this week. Hooray! Is that because I'm here? No, it's because (laughs) I have been so busy. I have not been on social media, and I haven't had a chance to tweet or get replies gathered up. Cool. Can we make Chris up for it? Can we make Chris a permanent host if we don't have to do it anymore? (laughs) No, no, because we'll be doing lots of it next week. Oh, because we don't have anything big to talk about next week, so it's gotta we gotta fill it up with crap. There's nothing what? coming out. Uh, next week? No, the following week is Indiana Jones. What's this? No, week? there's a there's a, something's coming out on Disney, isn't it? Isn't uh, oh the nineteenth Secret Secret Invasion? No, the nineteenth. No, today. Oh, is today. It today? Never mind. Today. I haven't watched it early. I don't have a secret. Don't let's all but... forget what I just said. You don't have a secret? Okay. <laughs> There's no secret you, connection. You, you have a lot of secrets. We know, Chris. Don't worry about it. Are you a scroll? Is anyone that I care about going to be a scroll? Is it going to be no. like last time I read it in the comic book and nobody of consequence was a scroll? Probably. I don't think I'd pick this face if I was a scroll. <laughs> <laughs> I you think well played. You win the well superhero played. speak game. Well, I mean, sir. talk about it, but we're not going to dedicate like we normally we, do. We'll talk we, about it as we watch it. We and need to make that game. part of our intro. We need to make that part of our intro. <laughs> <laughs> JD won't watch it, so you know. It'll be you and I talking about it, John. That's true. What I'm worried about. All right. But if you want to be part of social media next social media madness next week, here's a sober version of Don to tell you more. How's the show going? You join it? Do you want to be part of social media madness? And go ahead and head over to superherospeak.com where you can find all the social links, episodes of the show, you can find comic reviews by Chris and other articles. We're posting stuff on there all the time. And while you're there, check out the rest of the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network, 
great shows like the Pop Prison Power Podcast, Colt 45, Fans on Patrol, the Gorilla Brain Podcast, So Wizard, and Superhero Speak. Hashtag GW All Stars, and you will not be disappointed. So make sure that you are engaging with the Superhero Speak Twitter post whenever they come up. Give us your best comment, and you may make JD say this. I get so tired of these dumb motherfuckers. All right, it's back to the show. I do get tired of the dumb motherfuckers. I don't know which dumb motherfuckers were referencing on that spot, but apparently I was tired of them. Don't forget to check out the Mega Level Nerds podcast, available on YouTube and wherever podcasts are available, and whenever Don is sober. I like mm. a slightly aggressive tone in that. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite. Slightly aggressive Don is my favorite Don. It's pretty good. Yeah. All right, I'll we're, listen. We're not getting that Don tonight, clearly. No. <laughs> All right. On that note, super mellow Don. <laughs> we will take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with some news some podcasts are like this the bodies of three hikers were all empty and their organs were laid out like a sunday dinner and some podcasts are like this you know what i'm gonna tell you why having a large penis ain't always a good thing but only one podcast is where you can get in-depth analysis like this Nah, this is what you saw they were drunk as shit because everybody been drinking he told a good ass joke that made her pussy explode. No, that made her fall into his yeah, chest. Yeah, that's why everything was all shaking and they yeah, were laughing and wrecking. Yeah, because of the vigorous yeah, laughter. That moan you heard, that was just like an uh, airless laugh. When he said he was about to come, he meant like with another joke. Yeah, he's about to come up with another joke. <laughs> <laughs> so he's about to bust his gut. <laughs> I'm about to bust a gut. <laughs> you are now listening to Call 45. This is Beat 'em Down. And I'm Random Randy Savage. Find us on all your podcatching apps like Podbean or Spotify. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or just go to www.cult45podcast.com. Also, check out our YouTube for that sweet video content. Cult 45, the only podcast that puts hair on your chest. After these messages, we'll be right back. Randy, I think we need a new, a new commercial. Not that I have a problem with that one, but I just, I like your commercials and I'd like to see another one. They make me laugh. Uh, right. Drew obviously is talking about Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion. There aren't any named characters beyond Fury. So who can be a surprise? Oh my God, Bob is a skull. If it's, if it's Bob the goon from Batman who turns out to be a scroll, that would rule. That would totally change everything. Different universe. Oh, that doesn't matter anymore. Did you watch the same movie I did earlier? Oh my God. Thank you, Classy. Yeah, we'll get into it. That was, it's, yeah, we'll get into that. It's a lot. Uh, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know what? It was a lot. All right. So let's start with the article I sent last minute, but I'm sure that you haven't seen it yet, JD. I did. I watched it today when I was having lunch. No, I was going to say you're not missing lunch. So you, oh, I saw you, it. You saw the trailer for Craven? I did. All right, now hold on. I've I think uploaded. I fell asleep halfway through the trailer. I've uploaded it. We could play it right now for our audience. Oh, why? Will we get a YouTube strike? Will it end the show and I never have to watch it again? Because I'm all for that if we have to watch it together. <laughs> yeah, that's my only fear. I don't know if we would get striked for playing any of it. We don't stuff. need to play it. It's awful. Okay, it's, it is the most god-awful trailer I have seen in a very long time. Oh my God, we just watched the trailer for One Piece like just before we started this. And you're saying that's the word. Oh my God. Did you watch it? 
I know, I know. I agree. It's just I watched it. That's what I'm saying. Seriously, I seriously like, couldn't pay attention to what was like. What are you gonna pay attention to, Russell Crowe with a bad Russian accent and Aaron Taylor like a Johnson? And a half even, in, I was like, wait, what's going on? I Aaron Taylor Johnson like, didn't even try to do a Russian accent during it. So yeah. they're and she's she can do a Russian accent too. She can if she wants to. She. Sorry, Taylor Joy. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> she's not in the movie. We're talking about Aaron Taylor Johnson, the former Kickass, the former. He was one of the Icemen. I can't remember, or one of the Quicksilvers. I can't remember if he was Marvel Quicksilver or 20th Century. He was Marvel. He was Marvel. Marvel, he was Quicksilver. Marvel Quicksilver. There we go. Yeah, and now he's Craven. The one with less personality, of course. Now he's a personality. Now he looks like he's just Craven. playing his character from Bullet Train. Which was a good Oh, movie. wow. Did I like Bullet Train. I like that. That movie Train. was good. It was yeah. silly. Yeah. Was I mean, it just, it didn't. What is it? He gets exactly. bit by a radioactive lion and he gets <laughs> lion powers? What <laughs> <laughs> was it? There's, there's a very sad line, too, because there's no Spider-Man in here. What's his motivation? Kill his father for reasons? I don't know what I saw. Is he a hero? Is he a villain? What the hell is he? Who cares? I wonder how would we be reacting if this was like just some made-for-movie superhero? If it was like Dark Man. If Dark, it well, Dark Man. Dark if it wasn't attached to like Spider-Man or Craven the Hunter, if this was just its own thing, because it doesn't look anything like it anyway. No. So if it, it was doesn't. just its own thing, we'd be like, oh, that's probably fine. No, I don't think I would because <laughs> I don't know what trailer I saw and it looked yeah. bad. And Aaron Taylor. Scout, comp, what's the fuck's his name? Aaron Taylor Johnson has no personality. He has oh. zero charisma. It's... Right? The, he was decent as Kickass like 15 years ago, but he just just nothing. There's absolutely nothing he, to this movie. None so of his facial features, features moves when he delivers. No, the line. he's like it's a freaking wax it. figure. Yeah, it's I don't know why Sony keeps making these Spider-Man movies with no Spider-Man. Without Spider-Man, yeah, it doesn't make sense. They keep doing it. Oh, but they had that one. That one movies. They had that one three seconds or two seconds in the beginning of the trailer where they had all the spiders. That's it. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, how, like, you, what are they just teasing you now? Who's the, like, maybe Moreland comes and eats him. And that would be like, actually, that would be great. I bet but it'll I be Madam Web because they're making that movie God. too. Yep. How can Sorry. they make Madam Web without Spider-Man? When has that stopped they them are. before? They did Venom without Spider-Man. I know, but of they all did a of Morbius them, movie. But of all of them, how do you do Madam Web without Spider-Man? I think Venom. There's nothing you can do with her at all. And I like feel like the Spider scene was just to go, remember, he's a Spider-Man villain. Okay. Mm. There's a really good Spider-Man movie out right now, right? I know yeah. Dave disagreed, but the 99.9% of society has decided that Into the, Across the Spider-Verse is a good movie. Why are we focusing? Why do they? Why can't they just put all their eggs behind <sighs> that cart instead of doing these shitty spider villain kind of movies? I, think, I don't know. Uh, Clancy's, I don't know why, but Craven took a lot of elements from Catman, except personality. If Gail Simone yeah. wrote this thing, I'd be on board because it'd at least be funny. Yeah, this mm-hmm. Catman or Secret Six or something. That'd be cool. that would be great. That would be fun. Sam oh, says this, I actually like the trailer. Like the trailer. A man who becomes what he wants to stop. I thought that was pretty cool. Voice of Descent. I appreciate that. So he wants to be a lion? A radioactive lion? You must be lion. stop lions? Now that the Hulk is fully back with Marvel, is Spider-Man property the last missing piece to the Marvel? I think think so. I'm sure. Isn't there still some stuff that they lost in the... Was it... They got a lot of stuff from Fox, but did they get all of it from Fox? Disney bought Fox. Yeah. Before yeah, I know, that, but they, but they only bought part of Fox, and I think the part- well, unless they sold unless Marvel sold stuff to Fox News, I think they got it all back. Yeah, the okay. only the only mm-hmm. other pieces that were out there were Namor. They got Namor back, 
and Namor back. Of course, maybe you don't want Namor back after what we read this week. Oof, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm. Oh my god! Mm. Yeah. Wait, Ooh. did I miss something? Oh yeah, he got arrested. Oh my god! What? Where's he? Oh yeah, you didn't oh. know that? No, John, I had... John, to the Google. <laughs> to the Google. I missed that. Yeah. Yes. Oh my it, goodness! Domestic. I just assumed we didn't want to talk about it in the news. <laughs> yeah, sort of. Not. I was like. No, I was waiting well, for us to. I have, I have been busy with work and then. Tanak Huerta like yeah. accused of sexual assault June 11th. And it's all over the news. But maybe it won't stop him after the movie we just saw. So Marvel's having the same kind of casting uh, <laughs> problems? I Hey, now wait a minute. Marvel has been casting for, what, 13 years now? They were sure. bound to have one bad apple. Although now it's two. they've got two bad apples because because depends how you slice it. Clang Probably more, uh, but uh, clang. I'm gonna call. But but yeah. But so that's two for 13 years. Whereas if, DC was or 15 years. And DC just has the one. DC has the one, but one they're one for five. Who else is pro- who else? Is, okay, I forgot. Ray Ray Fisher was problematic for different reasons. Amber Heard did her thing. That was more Joss Joss Whedon, I think. Oh and, yeah, DC did have a lot of problems. Mm, yeah. You're right. And classy, I don't know it, how much of that. radioactive lion. It should be a radioactive for, space lion. Sure. God, yeah. It sounds like Voltron, which is a movie. Exactly. Yeah, we'll <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Movie. Let's make Voltron. Let's not make. And there should be five of them. Yes. And they, uh, and they should be piloted by space explorers. That would be an awesome does, uh, movie. Kevin Feige oh, loved that in association with Marvel at the beginning of that Craven trailer. Oh, yeah, I'm sure oh, Kevin Feige's like, thanks a lot, man. Thanks a lot. <laughs> No, you don't need stuff. to put our leg on this. Sony has to keep. They have to keep making this movie so they can keep the property. But they don't have to. Like they have to have something in production. But they just keep making the Miles cartoons. They're good. People love them. These like intentionally bad movies. I don't know. I don't know who this helps. How is it that the team that's doing the Spider Verse movies is so much better than everything else? Because and has their act together? Lord and Miller. Lord no. and Miller. Here's the problem: is that. Gwen Stacy was in the movie. Yeah, I know. No, no, no. We got oh, that. Sorry, that was last with week. Ani- with the animated stuff, they can do whatever <laughs> they want. They can have Spider-Man and all the other spider characters and make it work. You can't tell me the movie we watched for today wasn't practically animated. <laughs> oh, this is Poorly. true. True. But I think with the live action stuff, like now that Spidey's tied in with the MCU, but they can't tie all their other movies in with the MCU. Correct. They, they have are. to make these Spider-Man mm-hmm. adjacent mm-hmm. movies. Half the word, the key word there is half. Do they? Have but they to want to do it so they can keep the rights. Right, like, but they, have, they just got to keep. Yeah, you need it's like one every seven years. You don't have to keep making them like this. They could just knock something out just to keep the rights in perpetuity. Oh, wait a minute. How long have they had the rights to some of these characters, and why all they are they making more movies now? Ninety. Five, yeah, but they had, but for Spider Man, they had to do a new movie every what couple of years, but these have been just sitting around the whole time because they they were trying to make they were actively trying to make Spider Man movies, most of them were bad, yeah, but they were trying, and then they figured out, oh man, we just suck at Spider Man movies, let's just make sucky movies, we're good at making sucky movies. (laughs) So it's like one movie every two years or something for the whole kit. I don't think it doesn't matter what the character we're getting a movie a year, as long as using one, one. As long as you, they're using one character and they're stable. We're getting four movies in like problem, just two years at this point. The way yeah. I look at it is the problem is, so if you go into the comic book shop or you regularly read Spider-Man, your Spider-Man title that stars Peter Parker always comes out and you buy this title. And then every once in a while you get like a mini series that is like whatever Morbius or Craven or oh, something. And then you can pick that up if you want. 
And then Hollywood looks at that and says, oh, that's a good model, except they're not continuously putting out Spider-Man content to buffet it. You know what I mean? Does yeah. that make any sense? It's like the Gotham Knights TV show that is canceled, thankfully. Yeah. They keep oh, trying right. to make all these things without the main character. They love making Batman shows without Batman. They've been doing it forever. So stupid. It is stupid. What is it, it Pennyworth? Is doing it. Pennyworth. Goth. Chris Hassan says animation doesn't have the same appeal as the live action. I think that the studio heads ignore animation and wonder if wonder and wonder if wonders the creative team does a good job. That that is a huge blind spot in Western culture because if they didn't if they didn't notice the Demon Slayer movie Mugen Train blew out a whole bunch of records over the pan just at towards the end of the pandemic. Like there there are there is it's an untapped resource that these studio execs in the don't Western tell world them because don't... then they'll interfere, like he was just saying. True. And that will be Dave a bigger said, problem. Fuck y'all. Oh, he's back. No, no, no. Oh, I, I didn't mention I have Gwen. an itch in my eye and I wanted to not scratch not, it on. Not the yeah, camera. Yeah, like that. Dude, we're already oh. breaking like every rule there is. Oh no, don't scratch your eye. Don't touch anything. Don't put no, your hands anywhere eye. in the frame. Eat don't it. move around. <laughs> Like, we're so just was, breaking every rule. I teach video production, right? And I was telling them there are all these unwritten rules for audio and video that were true and strong for damn near 100 years. And now they're all out the window because of YouTube, right? Yeah. Everything that yeah. was... And Twitch. Twitch yeah, 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 it started on YouTube, right? Because people... It's, streaming is more ubiquitous now. So a lot of things that were hard and fast, you cannot do this rules, haven't gone by the wayside because a lot of people don't know them. And yeah. a lot of people have learned that you don't need these rules necessarily. That's probably a good idea. Like you shouldn't have a sandwich in your mouth during the show. Bring back rules. There's it. We could all do a first viewing of something and eat lunch while we're doing it. That's well, how's that any different than the hot wing show, <laughs> right? The yeah. hot wing show you do an interview while you, like, you're never supposed to do that. And there's a guy who made a gimmick out True. of it, and it's making a fortune. It gives really good interviews. Twenty one seasons. They're on t- season 21. Which is yeah. which crazy. And that's literally number one rule. Like you don't, I was a wedding videographer for years. You don't film people eating, but that show works. Mm-hmm. Classes, I like watching animation on my TV, but not in my theaters, in my I, opinion. I disagree. Yeah, yeah I, I don't. Too. Yeah, I saw the, I saw, I've seen a couple of the movies now. The My Hero Academia and the Demon Slayer movies. And I, yeah, just some of the, super, at the for these superhero movies, right? You try to go to a showing at night like on a Friday night, because you're surrounded by geeks like you. You're all excited. You, I like talk. You're, that's I, you're not flash at 10 a, I saw the flash you're at 10 a.m. on Sunday. I know, but the, <laughs> I'm well, not you're going. telling the experience, John. That makes I'm me go out of peak. Well, wait, wait, but the thing is, I don't know. And Japanese animation in the States is still not as big as everything else. So no, when you right. go there, you're going there with true fans. And so it's nice to go to a theater to to talk to people and and enjoy it together in, in a group that you know is actually actively interested and loves what they're what they want to see and still I still find the movie experience fun especially I, the sound quality and all that point I, I was making was that all of these blockbuster movies that we talk about on the show are at least forty percent animated anyway that's true. the well, only yeah computer animated yep so, yeah. sometimes noticeably so you're right. <laughs> Oftentimes, noticeably so. Well, case in point, we'll, yeah. we'll come back to that. It might uh, come up later. Kassan ponders, I wonder how much of the hate the Flash was seeing just because of the narrative against DC being negative and people don't want to be left out of the hate party. I think there's a lot to that. I yeah, do I think there's a lot. I mean, yeah, we'll get, and we'll get to that because I, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot there. Yeah. 
Drew says, we don't know any of the shared Spider-Man rights. I believe we do know that. Maybe Spider-Man movies don't count the rights for tension. No, they do. I, we do know the rights. That it's been, yeah. it's been the case since 1995 yeah. when Sony essentially bailed Marvel Comics out of bankruptcy. bankruptcy. And it's also mm-hmm. why we got the Amazing Universal Spider-Man so quickly Fox. after Toby left. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was jarring. They had to keep him going. The class tells us, to be honest, I never cared for Demon Slayer. The last anime I watched in theaters was Naruto. Nar- I almost did it. Naruto the last, right? Na- almost- Na- Naruto? 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 The last. And that was 2017. Two of those. Naruto. <laughs> Nar- <laughs> Naruto or Naruto. But anyway, yeah. Naruto is, yeah. But it, again, it depends on what you like. But it, but I still like, let me put it to you this Burrito. way. I have a really nice sound bar. But even I can't figure out exactly what saying is supposed to have for some of the sound design for a lot of these DVDs or the streams is horrible. And so I miss some of the verbal stuff. And I don't know why, but the movie theaters always have their sound stuff at 10. Like, yeah, they have perfect. So I can always hear the I can always hear the dialogue. My wife is such a sound weirdo, I'll say. We had like our old roommate back when we had a roommate when we first got married had a surround sound and she would freak out because she's got these super sensitive ears, right? So we go to the movies and she brings earplugs to the theater because it bothers her. So we're not allowed to have good sound in the house and I'm constantly cranking the volume up because I live with someone's mutant ability of hearing. And then she gets (laughs) mad at me. Yeah, she's a daredevil. She always knows what I'm doing too. So and then, <laughs> like, who, wifely powers. But if I'm watching TV at night, which is rare nowadays, but she'll text me like oh, on vacation, like never went to bed early, and I'm sitting there watching a little bit of TV. I get a text, turn the TV down. I'm like, it's on four. If I turn it down anymore, like, I got cauliflower ears, man. I can't hear. Golly, sorry. This is not marriage hero speaks. All right, let's move on before JD gets in trouble. We'll skip that story because I don't want to bash that movie anymore. So James Gunn was on the Inside of You podcast, the Michael Rosen. What a Bob. weird title for a podcast, by the way. And creepy. And yeah. while on the podcast, he revealed that his favorite Lex Inside Luthor you. was him. So was Michael Rosenbaum. And it's I'm like, okay, I think a lot of people agree that was the best version of Lex. Yes. I hate Smallville. But how oh. much of how much did people think he said it just because he was on his podcast? Uh, who was better? Are we Thank talking you. all Lex Luthor? Can I talk Clancy Brown? Or Clancy Brown yeah, is Clancy probably Brown. the best Lex Luthor, but let's talk just the live. Because that was like concurrent almost to yeah. that show being It was out. a little before. It was a little before. That's why I get mad coming. when people are like, Smallville, it was all we had. I'm like, actually, we had Justice League Unlimited at the exact but same time. You're we right. Justice League Unlimited. On. Yeah, no argument. <laughs> Justice League Unlimited. And Justice League Unlimited. Prop, didn't Justice League Unlimited, like, I thought they were the ones that kind of, or the Superman adventures pioneered the whole Lex Luthor being a high executive that was john burn john burn yeah. oh john burn okay of they course. took the job burn. but like the, but they, the that's bruce, what they used yeah the bruce tim superman is basically the post-crisis superman the john yeah. burn. and thankfully right. they powered and but yeah did yeah. not get talked into the mullet dc was trying to talk them into the mullet for the animated series and they resisted good yeah. move thankfully. good bruce tim knew what he was doing so yeah oh he did give they compromised and gave nightwing a mullet that's true because nightwing that, had that a, like though that was an intense mullet Dick Grayson was rocking <laughs> in animation for quite some time. No, yeah, that's like Dan Jurgens is a legend, but he will forever be known as the guy who gave Superman a mullet. He yeah. also killed Superman. And I don't yeah, just he, mean he was, he was I part don't just of a... mean in 1993. Oh. Because if you think about it, after that, Superman is no longer a top tier book. It hasn't yeah. been since then. 
Ah. So they did succeed in actually killing Sue. Like on a monthly title basis. I, like... I can't argue with you. Jeff Loeb's run with Ed McGinnis was really good in the yeah. early 2000s. I don't have anything else. Most there's, Superman I mean, comics are bad. All-Star Superman by Grant Morrison. That's amazing. But it's not like it's not a monthly book. No, and I've always said too, I think DC stuff works better in its in those formats, right? Where you don't have to necessarily do with the I think the as we'll talk about later. I don't think DC's strengths are continuity. I think it's best up is playing to archetypes and being larger than life, which is what always was just what it was designed to be to begin with. So right. yeah, there's lots of great super there's a lot of great Superman stories. Very yes, few of them are. come from the monthly comics, though. Correct. That's the yeah. point that I was making. You were making a great point too. I was agreeing with you. <laughs> sorry, I'm not used to it in my daily life. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh. I like your views. I like when you're on the show, sir. <laughs> oh, thanks. I do too. Dave? Uh, you sound like a married man. <laughs> that's how you stay, wife how you stay married, man. That's what you do. You, yes, I agree with you. I, All right. I do have, in fact, have terrible hearing, and I will turn the volume down, dear. <laughs> Justice League Unlimited, Drew says, Justice League Unlimited is on Netflix now. It's so amazing. The guy who voiced The Flash is the best Flash ever. So, Drew, coincidentally, that is Michael Rosenbaum. <laughs> Same guy. My so wife Superman all seasons. Classy. Yeah. That yeah, is that's one of the great, that's a great strange. And it's not yeah. part of the continuity. Yeah. Uh, that's Loeb and Sale. Loeb and Sale did really good DC work. I did not love their Marvel work together. But I like their DC stuff. All right. Speaking about the movie we just saw, this recently came out an interview with what's her face? Play Supergirl. Sasha Cal. Um, Kelly. 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 You pronounce the E. Okay. Sasha Kelly. She said that a lot of the fight scenes that were cut out of the movie that she was in because they were R rated. Um, yeah, especially because the version, and it makes sense as Flashpoint, she was basically playing the Superman from Flashpoint, but as Supergirl. And it was like, yeah, it makes sense. Like she would be tearing people apart and in half, right? Because, yeah, yeah. doesn't know got, anything about her powers. And she got yep. stabbed multiple times. The cutting room floor in this movie is fascinating. I'm going to four hour buy, cut, supposedly. Yeah, I believe it. I want to buy this film. When it comes out, because I want to see the deleted scenes. I hope they give you all the deleted scenes. I hope they do too. In this day and age, this, who knows? You could probably make two completely different movies by taking yeah. all the cuts of this movie. I think that's rearranging them. John, I think at least. We're, we're, we'll get to yeah. that because I already know that things have were changed. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I definitely believe that. And God, she did such a great job in this movie. She really she did. Was good. She did a good job. Too bad good. they're I not like going to keep her. If everybody likes it enough, they'll keep her. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Based on the box office returns, the other these other DC movie. The other preview that we got. This was John brought this to my attention a couple Which days is weird. ago. I didn't hear anything about it, and I just stumbled across it. My Adventures with Superman is coming to HBO Max or. On HBO Adult Max, Swim, I think. Adult Swim, and it'll be on Max as well. So, did you guys watch this? What did you think? I think no, I didn't see the I didn't see the notes. Please, Ed. that you can play for us, actually, Dave. That I'll play. Okay, all right, hold on. Let me. Uh... Yeah, and this shouldn't be bad because it's all right. Here we go. They okay. want us to promote. <sighs> I can do this. I'm gonna hide my powers and be a normal man having a normal day. Hang on. Starting now. Don't. Everyone thinks they know the Man of Steel. Ah! But you've never seen the son of Jarrell like this before. Who am I? Ah! What was that? Superman! I'd like to interview you for the Daily Planet. Sorry, no comment. What was it? 
these are the new interns. I want you to show them the ropes and get... They can help me with the story. If we break this, we'll become real reporters. <laughs> this is the story of the century. Who is Superman? Lois, I know what Superman is. Huh? You think he's a plane? <laughs> it looks like a bird. My Adventures with Superman. Two episode series premiere. Thursday, July 6th at midnight on Adult Swim. Next day on Max. Hey, look at the okay. ad for the comics at the end. Sweet. Yeah. I'm worried about this because any trailer that has all the tropes in it, like you've never seen blah, 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 like this before. And just, <laughs> and it's, it seems like Superman in high school and it seems really geared towards the youth. I don't okay. know. It could Not be everything good, has to be for us. I, yes, it does. No. <laughs> can, no I give but, you, hmm? can I give you a controversial take? Oh yeah, go for it. I fucking love it. Yeah, there's no, it's not controversial. I'm not sure about it, but hey, I'm not hating I, it. I, like, great. I feel like this isn't the, this isn't something they've given us in live action or animation. Well, they did give us in live action a little bit, but it's that time between him leaving Kansas and becoming full fledged Superman that we that know. Year and love. two. Yeah, yeah like year two, two Superman. Yeah. And I think but that's a cool place to, to take. I it. agree. I think it looks that's fun. I know. It's just funny because they just did Superman Man of Tomorrow which had a younger Superman who was like year one. And, and now this is a completely different Superman doing your, your looks like year one again. Like I, they just, they're different audience though. Right. And classy's got a point. I know different audience going for those four quadrants. They're going to just change one quadrant. But there's also something you might not have heard of. It's called the multiverse. Now. Yeah. I, oh. Let me explain it to you. Oh no. It's like a plate of spaghetti. <laughs> let me get the spaghetti. You mean the dark, <laughs> the dark universe? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> no, I think, but in like the a monster verse. Think about it. We were just talking about the Bruce Tim Superman that found a new generation of fans. Yeah. yeah. Batman, the animated series is, we can all agree. Greatest animated series of all time found a new generation of nerds right yeah. we need something like that and again look it's got that anime look to it. i know it's not anime because it's not made in, and i know john we've had this conversation but it's got that <laughs> anime inspired let me, let me close look. that gate for you <laughs> yeah it's, i appreciate that so i, I think this could <laughs> i think this could be something right and you need to get people to the new app Drews, right can't call it hbo max hbo is unmarketable gotta call it max so whatever yeah I don't know. It looks. I'm gonna watch it, and I haven't said that about a new cartoon in a long time. Yeah, just remember that. Like the, I think some of the magic of the original Batman, Superman animated adventures, leading into Justice League, and was it Batman Beyond and Zeta Project? And yeah, dude, all it was those great. Other ones. The Bruce Timm stuff was great. They all had that element of not realism, but like risk. Like it, it wasn't. It was definitely not geared towards just kids. They had some really no, heavy stuff in there. They did. So maybe this comes out with that. I don't know. I don't. But I, I don't think it, everything. But everything has that. We've been so like focused on not marketing just to kids for so long that we forgot to market to kids. Yeah. And we don't. Don't they don't really market. What comic book stuff is marketed to kids? Nothing. Not nothing in a long time. I do think IDW is, and I do think it's a heavy topic. It's him trying to figure out his place in the world. Yeah, that's great. True. It's perfect for Superman because yeah. they say Superman's unrelatable. And I disagree. I think Superman, is, I just dropped my phone. Superman is super relatable. He's a guy it, who can do stuff and he just doesn't know where he fits. And this is a perfect way to do relatable Superman store. This would be a, a 
good place to find Cassandra, that, where, that part where he pull is up on the consensus teen titans go is for kids yes it is and it is fantastic it is the best thing dc has done in decades i uh, love Titans go i, uh, I don't justice league, heart. Ju- justice league action was better i think no you're wrong because my kid won't watch justice league action he won't miss a single episode of teen titans they're not making new ones though right no teen titans i have no idea he watches he just puts it on youtube and they have the playlists and he just goes through them all yeah loves it and walks around going well fools fools singing the night begins to shine so like everybody loves the log like every generation has that exactly who doesn't like waffles come on (laughs) i like i miss waffles gluten-free waffles Uh, they can't be any good Happy joy, joy, happy joy. Come on, it's like it's log, it's log. Yeah, it's everybody it's loves the wood. Log. It's, it's better than bed. It's good. good. <laughs> oh, wait, Classy Har- says Harley Quinn season four is coming out this summer. I that is not, not for kids. That is, not not for kids. For kids. That is barely for adults. <laughs> I like that show. I know it's no. too much for the for old man Grady, but. It kind of, there are great. parts of that I Strong like. Freeze. I got to step away, man. I don't know if I, I'm old enough for this. <laughs> speaking of multiverses, by the way, and all of these things could fit into a multiverse for DC. Uh-huh. Uh, James Gunn has come out and said officially, Blue Beetle would be the first character of the DCU. So Ooh. his universe. Smart move. I, Okay, I, do, I think what he means by this is this will be the first movie. Because he goes terms, oh, Classy says, I tried Waffle House and didn't like it. I think he probably follows me on Twitter. I went to Waffle House yesterday. So I had a ca- I had a hash brown bowl with scrambled eggs. Smothered and covered? They weren't smothered. They didn't say yeah. smothered and covered. They just said hash browns. And I was, like, disappointed because she did the smothered and covered for the guy next to me. So I was like, oh, man, I got screwed. Yeah, no, handshake. Yeah. Never go to, always go to Denny's, man. No, I liked it. I liked my Waffle House hash browns. They were fine. It was cheap, too. It was like 10 bucks. Because likes the show, too, Chris. Oh, okay. What were we talking about before we started talking about Waffle House? Blue and Beetle. Blue, Blue Beetle. Beetle. First. Oh, yeah, yeah. Blue Beetle. I think when they say first character, I think they mean this is going to be the first movie that takes place firmly in their version of yes, the universe. I think that's not it. just not like this is the first character. Because George Lopez references Batman. That's one of the best right. lines in the, uh, the trailer. Batman's right. a fascist. And true. The and, best you know, and truest line. And 100% accurate. Batman is a fascist. I think it's a smart move because he said he likes the movie. So if you like it, let's get your DCU going. Let's see yeah. what it is. Yeah. So The trailer looks great. I love the next the thing to come out. So, yeah. And they need a I, hit. Badly. And I've yeah. seen that trailer a lot. It's been in front of every movie I've seen lately. So I, Me too. Yeah. I'd like to see another one. I'd like to see a different trailer. If possible. That's true. It's been the same trailer. Yeah, like, usually they get a trailers. different one. Yeah, I so. saw a different Barbie trailer. You know what? It actually, yeah, fun. yeah, I yeah. See it. I don't want to see it, but it's looked fun. I'm. I'll it's check weird. it out when it, it goes looks, on streaming. Yeah, it it streams. Looks, yeah. I'll watch it. Go ahead. I'll watch it with sunglasses on. Or if Dave says <laughs> we have to review it, I'll watch it. No, I won't do that. So yeah. what do you think, Dave? Blue Beetle, the first character of the new universe. Oh, I think that's. I think that's great because it also gives you something fresh and new to yeah. start on. You I know, agree. It's the Spider-Man of the DCU. It's going that's, to be. And that's how it feels. It feels yeah. like a Spider-Man movie. I'm very excited yeah. about that. Jaime Reyes has always had that kind of energy, so that's good. Oh see, no, classy. I'm not classy. excited to see a movie about the man who invented the nuclear bomb. I'd be interested to see it just because of the scientific part of it. And the but there are some of us that when we were in grade school were old enough to remember that we were still doing the You remember when Oppenheimer created the nuclear bomb? Yeah. 
<laughs> man, I was right when I called you no, old man greedy. I no, but I remember in the eighties when the movie, the TV movie Threads came out, and that was probably enough. That was probably what scared our entire nation into finally deciding you, we need to uh, disarm now. You know what? It was the day after. Oh, the day after too. There was the oh day after in, in Threads. Yeah. Yeah, those two Everyone movies so scared the crap out. out of everybody. Yep. Because that they finally showed you, yeah, ducking and covering under a, a plywood desk, not going to save you. That, but those two movies taught us what Fallout really was and what it could do. And yeah, you could. I thought by the 80s, we were pretty much aware that duck and cover was bullshit. I was a child. Like I, I, was, I'm, I was talking I about the 70s. The 70s, we were still doing drills. So that was in um, the third grade when the berlin wall came down fourth grade so about the same oh my I god a little I that know. early paranoia kassan says yeah i remember doing nuclear drills in school as if a desk would save your ass so we do active shooter as a teacher we do active shooter drills now in school let me tell you those are fun that's, yeah that's uh, that's yeah. self-inflicted that's not we're taught now if the person comes in the room you don't hide you throw everything you have at them yeah isn't that horrifying isn't that horrifying right. and they teach that to kindergartners now because of yep. sandy hook and Yep, I got a second grade. Okay, crazy. We're bringing the we're bringing it down. Day. Yeah. All right. Blue Beetle. Right. Be yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so I think Beetle. we all want to see it. We're going to see it, obviously, for the podcast. There's not. I'll a, come back for Blue Beetle. Yes. There's not an option there. What's Kassan say here? We were doing drills in the '80s, but it was in Ohio. They always a decade behind. <laughs> I'm sure Don would confirm if he was conscious. Yeah, and I think Kassan is trying to say, "Look, I'm old, but not that old." Uh, as your neighbor in indianapolis i agree you're always behind <laughs> you were listening to 70s music while we were you were doing those duck and cover drills in the 80s all right let's to be fair 70s music rules so i see nothing wrong with that yeah, true. it's true the 80s really the 80s music is also great but 70s music is good all right i think we've i think we've exhausted the news enough let's take a quick commercial break and get back with our main topic What's happening? You change the future. And you change the past. What did you do? Want some help? You're, you are, you're. Yeah. I'm Batman. They're online now. The Flash, only theaters June 16th. After these messages, we'll be right back. Man, they no, really make why that stuck like that. It never. They does really that. make you wait. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's right, boys and girls. We're talking about the greatest DCU movie. Maybe I don't know. We'll see. The Flash. Maybe the, probably the last DCEU movie, unfortunately, at this point. Uh, um, got Aquaman. So I got an Aquaman. Yeah, that's true. That no one cares about. Nope. So let's real quick really. talk about. Oh, wait. I never changed. I copied this from last week and I still says Rise of the Beast from last week. But yeah, I'm glad we're not talking about that because I don't watch Transformers movies. But no, but this, <laughs> I, all the information I did update. So Rotten Tomatoes, real quick. The Tomatoes meter score, which is the critics, is 66%, while the audience score is 85%. That's about right. 
box office. It is a disappointing box office for this movie. 64 million domestic, 75 international, and 139 million worldwide at this point, which also is about right. Below expectations, unfortunately. And then we did poll our audience over on the Twitchers and ask them, what did you think of the Flash movie? Or did you avoid it because of Ezra Miller? And, of course, we gave them the same options we normally do. Best of the DCEU. It was good. It was meh. I didn't really like it. And the winner at 37% is it was meh. It was good. Came in at second place at 29.6. I didn't like it was 18.5. And the best of the DCU last place was 14.8%. I'm shocked people even answered that. And then we got random Randy Savage chimed in with this film. This was the film that was worth terrorism and keep Miller around. At least we got Jonathan Majors can't get work at DC. At least we know Jonathan Majors can get work. All right. So having said all that, let's go around the room and find out what everyone thought real quick. Non-spoilers. And we will start with Chris. Sure. I liked it. It was fine. (laughs) Such enthusiasm. (laughs) I don't know. A lot of buildup. So you knew it was going to have to let down somehow. Yeah. If you think about when he was cast, what is that, 10 years? Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah, it's been almost 10 years. It did better than Shazam, a little worse than Black Adam. That seems about right, maybe? I don't know. I was talking to a bartender this weekend at a brewery around here, and I was telling him I was going the next morning to see it. And he was saying he watched all the DC stuff because it's all on HBO. He doesn't get all the hate. He's, I think people just hate on it because it's just like DC stuff. And they're like, he used to read comics back in the day. We talk about it sometimes. And he's, I think people just love Marvel. And so they hate on this. He's like, it's all just, it's I, all very much similar. I'm like, I, yeah. I don't disagree because even when DC does a good movie, it still gets hate. It's mm-hmm. like, why? Except it's animated stuff is pretty beloved because they more often than not, although Diff- it's been, go- yeah. yeah, I know. And it's been going downhill. Since they, I don't know. When Batman v Superman was going to come out, that was like, what, two and a half hours? We knew knew how long it was going to be. That was about the same time as Captain America Civil War. No one was complaining. That's the same length. It's the same length. Anyone had seen either of the movies. If it's good, people don't mind. Batman versus Superman was not good. I'm just saying before the movies came out, people were complaining. All right. All right. I agree. What about you, JD? I liked it. It's flawed. There's a lot of flaws in this movie. But I had a good time watching it overall. I mean, you think about it, you got a movie headlined like Ezra Miller is the lead, right? On top of being really unlikable right now, he also, what else is Ezra Miller? It's crazy to have someone like that spearheading this tentpole event film, right? Yeah. So it's a risk. It's flawed, but I enjoyed it. All right. John? So let's talk about the theory of tachyons. Uh, no. That's not. This. It's not. Let's just. Just, I I know. Okay. So I went with a friend of mine and uh, he seemed to like it. I liked it. And one of the things we talked about was some movies, you get one impression when you watch it. And then later on, after it's had time, you've had time to think about it, your impression changes. So I liked it. It was fun when I watched it. But the longer I think about it, the more my thinking changes to what JD just said, that there are flaws and they are glaring. Sure. But you can like something that has flaws. That's yeah. not. Yeah. Things I mean, are, doesn't, I, mean, things I like you, John. Was... So. <laughs> I love my dog and he's an asshole. 
Hey, I got, I got fluff. Go. But it was entertaining. Yes, it was very entertaining, and I'd it was, it's been better than, perfect. it's been better than a lot of the movies. I think it's probably one of the best they put out, probably so far. I think, except I think for maybe Wonder Woman. Although Wonder Woman had that ending. I think it's the second best DC movie. Yeah, but again, the more I think about it, the more flaws I'm seeing, and mm-hmm. that's a good thing that the leadership has changed. Um, I went in. Okay, so I think I've seen it the most fresh. I saw it today, this morning. I, I went saw it in ten forty-five at night, so I left it in the morning. Oh, You've okay. got me by a few hours, sir. Wow. I went in having seen people commenting. No, no one really spoiling, but the people commenting on social media. And I went thinking, okay, I've got to hate this movie, right? Because no one likes it. Everyone's hating on it. And I came out, wow, I like enjoyed what they did with it. I felt the same. The, that's what we were talking about, about like the buzz for a lot of this DC stuff is so negative. And a lot of it is earned, quite frankly, that you're, it puts a sour. I tweeted yes, last they've done night. themselves no favors. That's well, I tweeted last night. I was in the, I got to the, I was late getting to my hotel. So I didn't, I had to wait an hour and a half to see the movie. So I'm in the theater like 45 minutes early. I took a picture of the blank screen. Like, I'm here to watch Flash. I don't even want to be here, blah, blah, blah. And I was in a bad mood. And by the end of act one, I was smiling and into it. Yeah. Yeah. So Drew said, I wish this movie advertised a movie to get us to watch. Band surprised me with Batman. Instead, please watch Batman is in it. I think they did that because of all the negative press, uh, Ezra Miller. So that's why they changed the advertising to be like, wait, Keaton's back. I don't disagree, but no one, no studio is going to put down. $200 $200 million and put Michael Keaton in a movie and not advertise that he's in it. Schreiger is just not going to do that. Especially with the buzz be he's been getting lately. But he's, he's just been good it. in everything so far. And Kassan says, this movie reinforced Superman's decision and Man of Steel to kill Zod. <sighs> put a pin in that, we will return. Yes. yes. As we I felt, talking, right. Did anyone else feel, because cause Zod was the villain, that I'm like, is there a villain in this movie? Because we've already dealt with Zod. So I had right. this like weird feeling like we'll get to that. in that. We're getting to that, too. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to say this <laughs> for those who are watching or listening. If you've not seen the movie yet, which box office indicates you might not have and you don't want spoilers. This is where you can bail. Go see the movie and come back and watch the end of this. But if you don't care or you've already seen it. All right. Here we go. You've been warned. <sighs> George fucking Clooney. <laughs> I was great. All right. OK, that's the yeah. first thing I want to say. You can tell watching this movie, it was to set up the future of the DCEU for the next phase, whatever that was going to be. They were going to reset some things, change some things around, and they were using this movie to do it. I, okay, I want to be honest. I read a synopsis of someone who saw the movie early, who, who explained the whole thing beat by beat, everything lined up except the end. They've changed, they they've changed, changed the ending. Yeah. They changed the ending. The original ending, the original ending, Keaton gets out of that car. And then they get a message from Affleck, who's trapped in a different universe, setting up, wow. okay, this is what we're in a deal with multiverse. That sounds like Armageddon. But it I sounds feel like Armageddon they're setting up or something. I no. feel like they brought Clooney in to say, okay, now it's tongue in cheek. We know this isn't going anywhere. Let's I have agree. a laugh. If you look at the whole meta, the whole theme of the movie is there are problems you can't fix and letting go. That's a perfect yeah. for, for all the perfect. shit they need to let go. I agree, one hundred percent. Wait, speaking and that of the works ending, really well. Speaking of the ending, the after credit scene. I know we're like we're getting ahead of ourselves here, but you were we're talking about that they were setting stuff up. I think that still is trying to set things up because 
what he was. No, wait, what? He, I don't see how they keep Ezra Miller as the Flash, but uh, they don't. I think. But it, what? They, they don't. But the, it sounded to me like they were the Flash for a while. But it sounded like what they were saying was what Flash said to to Jason Momoa was in every universe, like the Batman's different, Superman's different, everything. But you're always the same. It sounded like he was saying Jason Momoa is going to stick around as Aquaman, but everybody else gets changed. That's pretty much the vibe I got too. Yeah. So Plus he has a movie coming out. He does have a movie coming out. So you have to actually <laughs> so. make that work. I think that this movie, I think this was one of the movies that really has a problem with studio interference and this yeah. movie more so than any other movie I could think of recently, because the studio completely changed twice during production of this movie. Yes. So this is why this movie has big time third act problems because they didn't know what it wanted to be. The people who made the movie yeah. very clearly knew what they wanted it to be. But by the time, uh, excuse me, by the time it was time to finish this movie, its goals were different. This movie was supposed to be a flashpoint that started something else when it really becomes a crisis. This I'm, glad a crisis. It, I'm glad it didn't. Me actually. too. I agree with you. I'm glad it's all still up in the I, air. Because I good. think I feel like this was flashpoint to the DCEU as Civil War is to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. You took the elements of the story and recreated it, but changed it enough to work within the framework of something you already have. I feel like this was more Flashpoint than Captain America Civil War was Marvel Civil War, in my opinion. Okay. Just because they hit some of those regular beats, though. Right, Classy. (laughs) Yeah, Classy's got a good point. They've seven directors and four writers since 2014. That wasn't always this movie. Was this supposed to come out in 2018, I think, or something? It was, but it was different. This movie was supposed to be a Flash origin movie, right? And then it got changed. Can you imagine if this came out before No Way Home? Just because we're, would that be better or worse? Because this would have been the first multiverse movie, right? Here's the problem, is I've seen in Hmm. just over a year, I've seen, I feel like I've seen four times now. Multiverse of Madness, Across the Spider-Verse, no way home this and even anywhere everywhere all at once it's the same movie done in different ways there's this cultural zeitgeist right now of multiverse stuff and i don't i'm interested all this in 2008 it's not a cultural it's not a cultural zeitgeist what it is they've run out of they've run out of ideas in hollywood they want to keep hitting the same beats and this makes it really simple with multiverses yeah. to keep hitting the same Hello. beats, just they changing little things. Ideas. A multiverse thing made money, so they're going to keep making multiverse. Not only that, but, but we did Spider-Man, okay. but we want to do Spider-Man again, but you can't really do two Spider-Man movies within a couple of years. Oh, wait, we'll do a different Spider-Man from a different universe. Multiverse makes it First easy off, to keep making money. Hi, Mark. <laughs> I'm glad. And he says, I'm oh, glad hi, Mark. Flash before I watch this. <laughs> Last week's superhero speak because Dave gave away all the cameos. I did not give away all the cameos. Sorry. But we did say it was spoilers. I didn't say Clooney was there. The other thing is... I love um, that scene. I successfully I, avoided all the spoilers. So I'm going to say this. Really Me too. They were planning Flashpoint and doing this, and DC's always been a multiverse thing. I think they were starting to do it before MCU did it, but... I think you're right. It took them so long to get this movie out. It feels, oh, this is an afterthought. Yeah. But also, you got to look at this, too, is this was not... Like, this all kind of goes back to the problems with Batman versus Superman, right? The problem, like, they really... Batman versus Superman made a... Is the most money-making movie that everybody hates. 
Yeah. Everybody hates them. It got, but it made a lot of money. So they immediately greenlit Justice League. And then the problems happened with Justice League and they brought in Joss. And since then, it's been constant shit rolling downhill. Yeah. Right. And occasionally you get a decent movie. One Roman was a pretty good movie, but they all suffer from these act three problems. Every single yeah. one of them. Because, and I thought that the same, because again, like, I, it's funny that Kassan said, oh, it justifies Superman having to kill Zod. Superheroes, Superman should be a character about doing the impossible. And I love the opening of this movie because it's literally, oh, my light's going to go on to me. Great. It's literally Superman, or the Flash doing the impossible. There's the babies that are falling out of the window and he has yeah. to save them all. And he does it. And then Batman is acting like a superhero. And the whole time I'm like, yes, where has this been? Ben, yeah, this was the yeah. best Justice yeah. League movie we've seen. Yeah, it was hundred percent. And I'm like, they did it. They finally figured it out. And I was like, I was so stoked for it because it's like all the same people. Weirdly. Yeah, they finally. It's like they finally figured it out. Like the superheroes are about doing the impossible. Right. And that's what the very the begin, especially the DC superheroes, because they're the gods of Earth, and that's what it's about. And they did it. They nailed it. And we didn't get Dave's favorite actor in it, Henry Cavill. Oh. <laughs> he he shot stuff for it, but they decided I'm, this is the problem though. Is like they didn't know there's a good there is a good and I like the movie. Don't get me wrong, but there's a it feels like there's so much interference here. By the well, end of the just, movie, I wasn't not, sure where we're watching. Yeah, not just interference, but just turmoil behind the scenes because it wasn't yeah. just interference. It was like Kassan said, I think a while back, it was like. Seven directors and four writers since 2014. But like, they because of all they, that turmoil. Uh, that's not all this movie, though. That's just attached to The Flash, right? Since yeah. Andy Machete's been on this movie, this is what it's been. But it's like total rewrites. It's because of, of the studio upheaval. And this movie really being... This is why they couldn't fire Ezra Miller. Because this movie was going to be the linchpin and everything. And yep. they had so much invested into it, they couldn't just say, fuck it. Like they did with Batgirl, that should have been our first clue that there were problems here. Is when yeah. they took Batgirl, which hinged. Now you get why we got rid of it. Now we get why this couldn't be on Max because that movie hinged on this one. And they got to it and they said, "No, nah, we can't do this" because they keep needing the clay. Robert Rodriguez always had this comment about filmmaking being like pottery, and eventually you have to stop needing the clay because it turns into mud. And this movie really, and as much as I like it, it really starts turning into mud at the end of it. It's pretty cool. Can we? Yeah. All right, so since Ray brought up, or Ray, Mark brought up the cameos, and I want to mention something. That scene near in the third act, where again, where it. things fall apart, yeah. where like they get all the weird little cameos of them looking into the multiverses. My <sighs> problem with it, and it's the only point I felt like this is true, I keep seeing people complain about the CGI in this movie. And I will say, that is where the CGI felt the weakest, is in that scene. And I was wondering... Why didn't they just use archive footage? Why did they use CGI, especially for Krista Reeve and uh, what's her name? Helen, Helen Slater. Slater. That looked bad. I'm sorry. It did. And there's plenty of footage from those two movies that they could have used for those two. They're saying that, it, what was it, the time bowls or time spears or whatever they're calling them? They, chrono they, bowls. The chrono bowls, right. Chrono bowls. Yeah. Oh, they were trying to make it look literally like film. And that's why... The C, like they were purposefully made to look like they it was celluloid reproductions of the instance and times. I just and got that's that. What, what? I just got that. 
Oh, you just I didn't got get, that. I just got that. That's why they made that choice. And I like it even more now. That's actually. Yeah, yeah. And you, you look on the outside when you were looking I at the did, outside. Yeah. Like you're you can see the right. Batman 1960. Nice George Reeves, Christopher Reeve, and Helen Slater. You could because right. they never appeared on the screen together. I and I didn't it didn't bother me. And I loved it. Oh, come on. We're all Kevin Smith at some point, whether we want to admit it or not. We all like Kevin Smith. We all saw Nicolas Cage fighting a giant spider. spider. And we all had yeah. to go, I'll be damned. John Peters was right. I'll be damned. It looks pretty fucking cool. Well, we don't know because you got to remember, Peter's also told told him that he couldn't be in the suit and he couldn't fly as well. So, and he had to fly a giant spider. So, like, that's all I was talking. It wasn't going to work without him flying and in the suits. Oh yeah, I agree. You had to be super because not Superman. But anyway, we got Nicolas Cage as Superman and some random Jay Garrick. No, that was a Jay Garrick from the CW show. It was not the guy who played him. Says that it's not me. Says it wasn't him. Yeah, it, I, it looked like him. Oh, it's everybody not, I've that uh, it's not Jay Garrick either. John Wesley. Oh, now I gotta look. Jay Garrick. No, there was in flesh. season no. in season Earth one, two. He's the, not. He's he was not a, the flash. He was a fake Jay he was Garrick. A fake flash. Yeah, he was fake. But, but he was the he same actor. He was not. It was the actor. It was not the same guy. Teddy Sears. No, but it's not him. Are you sure? He said it. I'm gonna trust the guy who said it. It was his face. Like they had to pay him. If it's not him, there's big problems because he didn't get a paycheck. Yeah. Everybody, say, said it, everybody said it, it was him. That's like so him, weird. And I think that's a problem. Like, yeah, yeah. That's there might be a lawsuit if that's. It looked exactly like him though. Not nah, he's a, anyway. and, and that would be the Jay Garrick from Earth Two that that we're talking in, about, in, not the one that was played by John Wesley Ship. And he later, Earth. I think that same actor who played the oh. Earth Two Flash, all, or Jay Garrick, also played one of the bad guys in the in Zoom. towards the end. That Zoom. Is, Zoom. Who we so, get a version. But any, but anyway, yeah. But now, the thing is that everybody's saying how bad the CGI looked in those Chrono Balls, and it's like, no, I mean, like no, the excuse that's going around is that the, no, the directors were trying to make it look like it was celluloid, so of course it's going to look washed out celluloid and not, and the CGI doesn't have to look realistic in those instances and times. The fighting, the fighting is where the CG looked bad. Yeah, the fight scenes. That's where the CGI looked bad. You know. You just said something, JD, and it's making me think. And yeah, Chris, asked, Chris said the question too: Who was the villain, right? Because you said like we didn't get a Reverse Flash. No, actually, we got a Reverse Flash. We got a version of the Reverse. No, flash. we got a Salvatore. A Salvatore, you mean? Salvatore. That's what I meant. I think with the Salvatore's... costume, we got. A, I think with the costume, we got a Red Death, which is. He looked, I'm sorry. He, yeah, he looked like he actually. They never named. Yeah, him. he looked like Black Racer almost. No? He did. That's the thing. But, he's kind of the Black Racer. He's Red Death. He's Sav- I thought Savitar too the first time I saw him. He's Reverse Flash, but because he is none of those, he is all of those. He's like an all-encompassing Flash yeah. villain that never really gets named. He also doesn't kill Barry's mom. They that never is, showed. That's what bothered that me is, the most. They left it that's open. What bo- that's what bothered me the most about this movie. It's not. Yeah. It's the fact that one. Barry doesn't care about who, which I understand. He's trying to save his dad, but a big crux of the Flashpoint miniseries was Zoom killed his mom. He finds out that Zoom is responsible right. for killing his mother, Professor Zoom. Excuse me, not actually, not Zoom. Uh, we, we never find out. <laughs> I mean, am I crazy? Like they never I, even entertain. They don't even entertain the idea of who killed Barry's mom. Thematically. I like it that he's trying to save his dad. I do too. I have no problems with that. I just kept wondering. Well, I understand what you're saying. It, the movie doesn't. The movie a... isn't. The movie isn't concerned with what I'm asking. Like it never right. raises it's... the point. So it's hard for me and to. It's call not it like there's going to be a sequel. So we're not. Do, do, do you, right, you think that's on cutting room floor? 
I don't know. I think that part's on the cutting like that's one I of the pieces that's on the cutting room floor. I mean, they showed like reverse flash or something. Do you think do you think they maybe originally were going that direction to make it or reverse flash? Blur of some sort. And they should reverse flash, but since they're not they decided we're not going anywhere with this, we're gonna cut that out. It's a hundred percent possible because she's got a they give us a tight on her stomach. There's a knife in her gut. He buries dad, put his hand on it to remove it because you know, human nature doing a mistake. Like so they make it abundantly clear that it is not him. The whole movie is about proving him innocent. That's right. the whole motivation of save Bear's mother, get his dad out of jail. It's very much Flashpoint. So They're never the movie, is, yeah, I just think that bothers me that the movie never concerns itself with who actually killed Barry's mom. Because they like even how he saves her is so different than the story Flashpoint. By oh, I'll just make dad not go, and then he won't get killed. But then I also wonder. So no one, whoever broke into the house. In the first place, doesn't break in the house because dad's there. It had to have been, it has to be reverse, it has to be reverse flash. And I thought it was going to be this Savitar like thing, but it's Barry, right? Spoiler. It's Barry from, it's that herbs version of Barry. And the reason he stops is because Barry's going to let mom die. So that doesn't make sense. Yeah. See, everything starts to break down. And by the way, it may be because the explanation for time travel here is that whole fulcrum thing rather than a branching that maybe in the timeline he created. When he when he put the tomato can I mean, in his a, in it, yet nobody was ever right. going to come and kill her at that point anyway. It's possible they never because it's not, it affects the past as well. It just bothers me that they weren't concerned with asking the question. I find it hard to believe that Barry didn't want to know who killed his mom. Yeah, it was never even asked. It was never, never in the right. They never the mentioned film has at all. No interest in asking the question. Which they also show that Barry has such an interest in like making sure forensic evidence. It's yeah. so true that innocent people don't go to jail and we and the right people go to jail and yet he doesn't ask the question who killed my mom. You're right. Yeah. I just that's the one thing I left them. We go, man, that was a lot of fun. Who killed Barry's mom? It's <laughs> probably stuff that was cut out because it does seem weird. They don't even it's a it. massive yeah. plot. And that's this is where I like the movie. I enjoy me guys' character, character over everything. I really liked Ezra Miller, and I feel like I need to take a I, shower after saying that. That's where I was going next. So let's talk about did a very good job. Of wrangling him, <laughs> like he he came across really well. Actor Ezra Miller did a very good job. Of it, he's talented. It really came across. He really came across as Mark. the older, more experienced, and more concerned version of Barry. My question is: This the same Barry Allen we saw in Justice League? No, it isn't. Because Joss Whedon was somebody different. Yeah, Joss Whedon wasn't directing this. <laughs> that guy couldn't get time off, so he was re history rewrote to be the dude from Office Space. Yeah, so <laughs> on Livingston. So are we in a slightly different parallel universe than we are from Batman oh. v So Superman, the interesting thing is, like going into this movie, obviously Ezra Miller took, took a different uh, approach to this character, so that he could have the doofy college kid and a classic. Oh, Good night, classy. And have the doofy college kid and then the more serious Barry who's trying to get everything back to normal. Yeah, but he's still a different Barry from the last movie, right? Or he's last grown. it's been several like even in continuity, it's been several years since Justice League. Right. Yeah. And they're function they're a functioning Justice League at this point. If that's the last time we see Gal Gadot too, she was great. Thank you for your service. I've enjoyed yeah. most work. Probably is. Um, so I'm glad we got to say goodbye to her. Yeah. But they said goodbye to her by making all those stupid jokes. They that was one jokes. of the things that kept. Got they a lot kept of jokes. Yeah, I know, but it wasn't just jokes. It was like at just the wrong time. No, like, I, they were almost I, fine. It was a I, fine I, time. I, 
I expect humor in a flash movie though. That's the thing. Yeah, but, but there's jokes that you can make that are part of what's happening of the current situation. Like, that, and then there's that jokes true? that you're just was, hitting that in joke there too close because to they were fun. John, that you know there's a thing out there called sex, but you haven't really No, but it. but it just it's again, it just sounded like, "Oh, this joke will be fun. We'll just insert it here." It didn't have anything to do with the current situation. It was just, they oh, solved, we'll just they solve the problem. And it was the last of yeah. the truth. It was fine. I know, but they like it. Just it felt like they were just inserting jokes in certain they places. Were jokes. They were. It wasn't part of the actual writing. It was just yeah. insert joke here, insert joke. Uh, it was like Mad Libs. I just you know? I thought it was. I laughed. I thought it was funny. I think he's. I don't even like Ezra Miller's interpretation of Barry Allen. It doesn't. I prefer Grant Gustin's. Oh yeah, version of the character. A little more grounded. I don't like how he plays Barry Allen, Sheldon Cooper. But yes. in this particular film, he's very endearing. So I think it worked. I think so he made his version of the character work. That's the thing too, right? Because, and I'm, I understand what Chris was doing. They, in Justice League, played Barry as... His mind is going so fast, he can't focus on anything. It's like extreme ADHD. He's that kind of thing. That was lessened in this movie, especially for present barry and then he's the doofy kid he doesn't have the speed force at first barry doesn't have the speed force at first so then it's more he's just an annoying kid and i think they did a great job making it two different characters at that point did he plays them as two different characters and i think they, they excuse me they do a really good job of portraying the different versions of barry and like arguing with himself and really doing a Really, I think they do a really good job playing a version was, of the character that I admittedly don't care for, but it really made me care yeah. about him. I was not Barry looking Allen. forward to Ezra Miller's on the screen, and then as it was happening, I was like, this is good. This is fine. Yeah, it worked. Yeah, okay. yeah. They made it work. They do it. It's probably the yeah. best acting job that they've done in the mainstream because, again, they don't do a lot. What else has Ezra Miller really been in? That's a legit question. What else has Ezra yeah, Miller been I'm not sure. So I don't think it's crazy to call this probably the best performance of their career. Yeah, that was yeah. pretty great. All right. And what about Michael Keaton's return? He's awesome. Oh, he, no, he's the best part of this movie. He really is. I think he's the glue that holds it together. Yeah. It was fun. Dave? I loved every oh. second. And okay. I, yeah, yeah. they made... There it is. <laughs> they made such an amazing choice. The problem when you have older actors in these movies and they have them do action scenes and you can tell, no, they're 70. They can't run like that anymore. <laughs> Having him have the long hair for that fight scene in the beginning to hide his face it was a stunt man. But it makes it work. And then every other time he's in action in the movie, he's in the costume for most of this movie. So it made it work. Like, you could believe that Batman was still doing this stuff. You, you know what I liked about that, too, is it's he basically was in the same position Christian Bale was in Dark Knight Rises. Because there's not a big yeah. difference between those two characters. There is a through line through Bruce Wayne. Is If Bruce Wayne loses his purpose, this is what he becomes. And we've seen yeah. that cinematic. I think it, it works. Because he says, Gotham's one of the safest cities in America. And this is what is a Batman that doesn't have purpose anymore, who beats a bat. I love it. This Batman won the war on crime. And he just has nothing know, else. I don't know, move to another city? But what is he? That's the whole thing. And that's, I love that he's too. Like, he's in like this crisis. What am I without Batman? Like he dies. And he's nope. Thank you. What is Batman? Such a great. Oh my! I got emotional. I did. Like when that happened the first time, I was like, "Oh!" And they brought him back. I'm like, "Oh, fix it now!" And they killed him again, which I'm like, "Wow!" I can't believe they stuck it. And he's like, "I tried to save you." He's like, "You did." And I was like, "Yes, because yeah. you're Batman one last time. That's all we wanted." Yeah, it was great. You gotta die with your boots on. 
Yeah, it's exactly which is how that, especially that version of Batman, should have gone out. And what did they call? Uh, Come here. You disagree with me, Cat? I'm <laughs> fighting what was, what was the What was it they called those overlapping oh. points? God, I don't know. Not fulcrums, but like he said, oh, this is a whatever point. So no matter what they do, they cannot change the outcome. Oh, a fixed it's, point. It was a fixed point. I want to say a yeah, canon, like canonical, this is, canon, a canon event, but that was my a ca- canonical uh, point or something. Yeah, I'm going by I'm going to go by thing. Doctor Who terminology. It's a fixed point in time. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Yeah, I, I like, like that. It, I love how, yeah, they explained it with the spaghetti in the beginning of the movie, and then they're not wasting that. Like, that was a really good explanation, too. If, I, like that, I like that Keaton's Batman was smart enough to break it down to him, too, because Batman sh- should be a genius and should be able to say, yes. oh, this is what's going on? Because yep. he's Batman. No matter what universe, he's the man with the plan. Well, he's the guy right. who knows what's up. That is Batman. And I'm like, yeah, and I just love Michael Keaton as Batman, man. It just... Every time he's on screen, he just eats it. He eats the scenery around him, but not like over the top. He just, he's so dominant in everything. He's just effortlessly cool. It makes me I want just, that Batgirl movie more. I bet it sucks. If they release it. Yeah, there's no way, <laughs> there's there's no way that's good. There's no way it's like, he's slightly redeemable. I know. It's got to just be ass. But you could fix it. You fixed this one. They, I made it enjoyable. I don't know if they fixed I think it's the problem is they just kept fixing it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about Sasha Callie? As Supergirl, I wasn't like I went in not wanting to like her, and yeah, she did a great. She portrayed what a Kryptonian trapped in a prison her whole life would act like. Yeah, I'm not going to trust humans, but then as soon as she sees Zod doing what he does, it's yeah, I can't let this happen. I like that. There's no and no. I like that in no universe should someone who has no idea how to use her Kryptonian powers beat Zod. Kassan's point is it justifies. It ju- he said it justifies the actions of Man of Steel. I disagree with that because that Superman does know, he- and he- Superman should be able to do the impossible. Yeah, someone yeah. with powers who doesn't know what they're doing shouldn't be able to. There's no reason she should be able. I asked some go, they wasted her. I'm like, they didn't waste her. She's great. Like yeah. the whole movie. Like this is a superhero movie where the good guys just can't win, and it's about letting go. That was or- the difference, and that was the and difference I between Superman get- having his powers for his entire life, where she only has her. Yeah. For the I first knew, we knew it was going to be Supergirl, but I love the story. Going into the story cold, you don't know. Looking for Superman, and then it's, oh, it's Supergirl. Yeah, no, yeah. that's fun. Why not? Yeah. yeah. I, was thinking about that. I, I wish we didn't know. Like, I know movies just aren't like that. They don't make movies like that. But I wish that I was totally cold with that. Because I think I would have been, oh, that's bullshit. And then I would have fallen in love with this version of Kara Zor-El. Yeah. I, was, I really liked it. I really thought that she's good. I hope we get to see her again someday doing something else yeah definitely yeah Dude, whatever zod her next baby Kal-El. what was that zod killed baby kal-el yeah yeah brutal the, the baby did not, did not survive and her action her like emotional reaction to it is perfect like i just man it's just exactly and it make it works because it's she's been yeah. trapped in there her only job was to protect him that's what she was told and it was like not He's dead. I failed. You failed. I failed my family. She failed twice. Yeah. I had one job and I blew it twice. Yep. That's what I'm saying. Like they get the big, they get the big emotional stuff, but it's the connective tissue of this movie that really struggles, right? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that and the fact that they have a boot, a time paradox bootstrap problem. But I don't even know what that means. It's weird because this movie. <laughs> so I actually like Flashpoint, like the comic book series. Oh, I hate it. So please, I know that you hate it. But I was going to say, it's weird how similar this is because 
the only reason we ever got Flashpoint, the comic book series, is because they were making the new 52. And so all these comics were dead in the water. So they're like, we'll just do this event for three months or whatever it was, two months, I can't remember. And so it was dead on arrival. And then that's exactly the position this movie finds itself. You're yeah. 100% right. And that's so weird. It's they so wrote themselves weird. into another quarter. <laughs> no, it's like one of those and, history repeating itself moments. And they weren't planning on it that way when they first like pitched this and we're going to do it. So it's just. Like, I think Jeff Johns talked about that too, how the new 52 was not, when he was creating Flashpoint, it was not supposed to be the end of the post-crisis DCU, but it became that. So I think it was actually closer than what you initially said i think it's like the exact same thing where because remember we were supposed to get a berry we were supposed to get a berry and a wally book coming out of flashpoint we never got yeah that. so yeah john i think was it about a year before that he brought barry allen back and then and he would, had been teasing something called flashpoint since mm-hmm. the beginning then the new 52 initiative comes down from like on high this is this is the new status quo and then they had that kind of lined up so it changed like a little bit but and that same. worked out so well they had to do rebirth just to fix everything <laughs> the problem I mean, is, new 52 worked at first new 52 a lot of people, was successful it, but people bought a lot of comics it's just that after about yeah. six months like you figured out oh they really didn't have a plan behind any of this they mm, outsold yeah. they were outselling marvel for mm-hmm. they were three four months the only thing anyone was talking about for months so that's not a it's nothing to sneeze at. No, like, the, and a lot of the books are good. It just you can tell that they're just winging it as they're going along. Some of it, I don't know. We can examine the new fifty-two some other time, perhaps the next week. I would like to do that. Actually, that would actually That's be awesome. a all of them. that would that would actually mm-hmm. be a fun podcast topic. Actually, but let's put a pin in that. I think that I think this is a good movie, but I just wish I wish it was like when I think about it, I sort of think about all the problems with it. Like in the moment, I really enjoyed what was going on. But then it's one of those, you think about it and you're like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense. That's my qualm with it. Cause yeah. I don't think this movie knows what it wants to be. No, but I think it's being pulled. In I, a I still, I was about to say, I still think that's studio interference. Oh, hundred percent. I feel, like, feel like they knew what it wanted to be when they first made it. Then it was like, ah, eh, we're going to go this direction. And eh, now we're going to go this direction. That's why the end doesn't make any sense. It's okay. So his younger self became a future version of itself knocked him into the time where he got knocked into so he could create himself or Barry could create his younger, older self. And then he said it was a paradox, John. I know, but it's so, but it's, but yeah, but he's again, a, he, he was a time remnant and it was the young Barry was basically a time remnant. So he could go and do that over and over again. That's a thing in the comics. Like it works. If you're a fan of the Flash comics, it works. Like, how do you I don't kill? Know. How do you kill a vampire? Exactly. Doesn't matter. They're made up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So but and, the, the CW and they, they were really, that much and better was, though because it made sense. They, and the whole thing are, is that's an artistic choice, right? And you can prefer one artistic choice to another. There's a lot about this movie that I prefer to anything the CW did, right? Like, I. But you might be right about the time travel thing. Like, I don't know. I didn't watch that stuff at the time. And he's traveling in that same loop over and over again. That's the interesting thing I think is another lesson in this movie is that he keeps doing the same thing over and over again, expecting to win New instead results. of stopping and going, yeah. wait, maybe if uh, I do this, which, what the definition of insanity, right? Yes. According right. to Einstein, but that's the whole I, thing too. That's apocryphal, but yes, continue. But that's the whole thing too, right? The older Barry was wise enough to realize, no, I can't keep doing the same. I'm, we're stuck here unless I go back and refix it. 
But then he went and did it again. Yeah. <laughs> he moved the fucking can. I'm like, this son of a bitch just doesn't learn. And then I got a good laugh out of George Clooney at the end. So I was like, oh, that's your punishment. You're stuck in the Joel Schumacher universe. <laughs> I think he changed something small enough that it. I wanted to know. Almost rearranged uh, things. I wanted a nipple joke there. What you do in your bedroom is your own business, sir. Happy birthday. That was just for you. <laughs> I don't know. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. And then so, yeah. poor Iris Wett, the actress. Kelsey Clemens. Yeah. Poor, poor Man, she Ms. did not Clemens. have a lot to do. She's, no, been, and... she's been attached to this role for a decade. She yep. gets edited out once and gets six lines of dialogue the second time. It's a shame. Yeah. It's, wow, they really they just put you in this thing, huh? Yeah. It's a shame too, because she wasn't bad for what she had. Give her enough to do. I can't make a judgment call. Yeah, exactly. Like she's fine. He was fine. Yeah, they just don't do anything with. Yeah. Like it's just a shame because I mean, like the Barry Iris arc is so important to the character, and as we saw on the Flash TV show, it's central to just about everything. But like here, it's just there, which is a shame because the movie's got this. This doesn't feel like should have been called the Flash Two. The Flash Two, because it's not an origin, and it's not, not an origin. Yeah. Like none of the yeah. stuff, none of Barry is established, and it's all dealing with stuff after. It feels like it should be a sequel to the Flash more than the Flash. I'm not saying that's a problem with the movie. I'm just saying, like again, like El- Iris is just there, and there's a lot of stuff that, as comic fans, I think we're supposed to take for granted. What is a Speed Force? You can, I think you can it's blame a, it's all anything that stuff they need. On. It's the magical universe where Batman. I know, I know that. From. I know that. You all know that from all the other stuff. They never but tell us what it is in the movie. You can blame no. all that on Zack Snyder and the previous oh, I, like I regime. Blame everything. Yeah, you're like, right. And they start with the Justice League. They just. Oh, I, I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm saying that this whole movie acts like a sequel because it yeah. is. It's still part six. But exactly, like he says, the Speed Force to Young Barry, and Young Barry never goes. What is that? And he like hmm? he doesn't even stop and say. Old Barry doesn't even stop and say. Oh, it's how we get our powers. It's, it's, it's curi- explanatory. It's like a black hole. You get it? Yeah, they're curious about all the wrong things. Like anybody in those situations would have asked completely different questions. Like I you're agree. saying, right? I who? What? Yeah, I, I have to save my father. No, who the hell killed your mother? It's just the whole thing is just. It's all. And I don't know if just, leaving your father to rot in jail is the wrong question. But no, I know. But. I but, get it, but, but my it, first, my wouldn't your first thing be find out who did it and then find no, and then get him out and, of jail first. I yeah, but you could do that by finding out who did it. <laughs> would you want to know who killed your mom? But if you can't figure Unless it out, you can exonerate him. But that's so the, here's, and Chris is right. That's the comic book. That's what he does in the comic because he wants to exonerate because he can't figure out the killer is just gone and there is no evidence. That's right, why in had, this like, case, why didn't he yeah. go back? Why didn't he go back in time and just See? stand outside the house and watch who came out? So he can go, oh, that's who it did it. Bruce Wayne told him not to. That's why he yeah, was trying so to do thought, a little. If I just do the tomatoes, I'm not doing anything. He was trying to make a little change. And it was a total butterfly effect thing, which I like. That's creative. That's different enough mm-hmm. from Flashpoint. Because in Flashpoint, the comic, it's a big thing where he fights Zoom. And they didn't do that. They yeah. tried to go more subtle and it got worse, which I like. I like that. That was cool. But yeah, I just, I just want, I just, it just bothers me that they never, we never, it doesn't bother me that we don't know who killed Barry's mom. It bothers me we didn't ask the question of who killed Barry's mom. It's weird yeah. how many of the same beats this hit with the Flashpoint comic without, yeah, out being very similar. Like yeah. the way they get him, his powers back, the Superman, Supergirl, I don't know, just like a lot of different stuff was very similar. Machete said, yes. he did the estimate interview, he says, I didn't, I guess I knew. 
I didn't, I wanted to, we were using Flashpoint as the basis, but I didn't want to just adapt it because then you just know what happened and we wanted to tell a different story. So it's not just the comic, which again, which is weird because yeah, I do. And he did that with it too, but in it, he stays a lot closer to the source material, varies a little bit in part two, more so in part two, because part two has, that's part of the story that's flawed. And so that's why that doesn't work quite as well. That's the part that nobody likes. Yeah, nobody (laughs) likes that part of the book. But, and I think he does a good job because again, I think the story plays better than because i think parts of flashpoint are just violence for the sake of violence and making heroes evil just to do it this is a different kind of story which is more about celebrating this is probably better yeah this is celebrating heroes as opposed to bringing them down because flashpoint is very it's like a negative story like everyone's it's very somber it's it's jeff johns it is mostly jeff johnsy yeah but yeah i like that story it does show like yeah you change something and it was so, in the comic they said time boom where you change things in the past include in the future but the thing is like it does show and you I know, think part of the, what like, interfering with time the, like they said that the status of interfering with time is wiping that, out the planet the fact so. that we didn't like the fact that they didn't have a superman in that world they didn't aquaman and wonder woman couldn't see what they could uh, aspire to you know, like that was the- i didn't have to watch wonder woman be like i didn't have to watch gal gadot beheading jason momoa in this movie mm-hmm. like we didn't. I, I think it's a better movie for not that. It's like we got to yeah. focus. Well, no, this has nothing to do with the first point, though. This is. I also like that point. they went with just the movie timeline, and they're like, "Let's get Keaton, and he's playing Bruce Wayne. He's not Thomas Wayne. It's none of that because that's yeah. just too complicated to try to explain to people. It would also so take longer to tell too. that story. <laughs> yes, and they had no setup for it at all. So I like no. that little three issue, whatever that is. Brand yeah, the Rolo. Batman. Yeah, that is that's yeah. the best part of Flashpoint. That's really fun. The, it but is Tom. It here. Do you, yeah, do you know that story, John Dave? Thomas, Thomas Wayne is Batman, and Martha yeah, yeah, yeah. Wayne is Joker. Martha is a Joker. Yeah, yep. yeah. Good story. But that's like a movie unto itself. Yes, that could be its own. I'm glad they didn't do that because they saved that. They could actually just do that story if they ever wanted to. Yeah, agreed. After they reboot the whole universe again, <laughs> we're already there anyway. Yeah, yeah, this is it. They just did it. Apparently, hopefully, they don't have to do it again. Because uh, I don't know. I think that they were. I love that they rebooted it and they didn't show us what it's going to be like i love the I way it just ends just like yeah. it's a no joke falling well, action yeah it's just a joke well, except that that jason momoa <laughs> is probably going to be part of it can they keep him and not gal gadot and all the rest it's nothing to see dramatic <laughs> <applause. laughs> yeah yeah but seriously can they keep him and nobody else yeah you keep uh, i mean it's, let's okay you're talking about dc comics like we just talked about new 52 right everything got rebooted in dc except what was selling so what batman was selling and green lantern Batman and green lantern because people were buying that and they didn't want to restart they just had that successful john's war of light run right so they weren't brightest day run they weren't going to yeah. reboot that and mm-hmm. batman functioned right because people would get mad if batman didn't have eight billion teenagers hanging out with them so they weren't going <laughs> to reboot that maybe whatever, everything else got rebooted and it's messy, but that's just DC. It was like the crisis, right? Same deal. Some stuff got rebooted in the crisis. Some stuff didn't. Are we going to get a Cassandra Cain Batwoman? Who the fuck knows, man? I don't know what we're getting tomorrow. We're this, so far from that. The beginning of this with Flash and Batman in Gotham City, this made me more excited for the how they're going to do the Brave and the Bold and have the superhero Batman universe one and then the Robert Pattinson separate. That's Agreed. a really good idea. I agree. Because Batman doesn't really work. You can't keep him the same and have him do both things. And you know they're going to. Yeah. It's like no one said my Batman can't be running around with Superman. And he was right. But so, but this Batman, finally, Ben Affleck's Batman. Wow. We finally get, I finally am happy with Ben Affleck's Batman and it's over. Yeah. Yeah. 
Exactly. Yeah. Good way to leave That's it. That's a I really shame. It is. You're right. It, they didn't, but they didn't. Like we saw what the Justice League could be. Thankfully, you know? we didn't get Henry Cavill. I like. You don't what? like Henry Cavill as Superman? What good movie was he in as Superman? None. I agree with that. I never thought he was the problem, though. But I don't think I can't. I can't. I know, but I can't. There's nothing I can look at to say no. you're not wrong. Was any good? Yeah. yeah. And it's a shame. It, it, it's a shame that this movie has failed because of what came before. Because it's a better movie than Shazam. It's a better movie than Black Adam. It's better than both the Suicide Squads. It's better than One Woman '84. Yeah, no, but yeah. we're still suffering from people going Batman versus Superman, which you can't. It made a lot of money, but how did Justice League didn't do great? Yeah, the recut Justice League, how did it do for all the hubbub? Not great. No, nope. like people Who knows? just it's streaming numbers. What does that mean? Nothing. It doesn't. We don't know yeah. that, but they called the, it disappointing. The, the yeah. first Shazam movie was still good, though. I like the first Shazam movie, but it's not perfect. Well, it's, not it's, as good, it's not as good as this. Aquaman right. was good. Wonder Aquaman's Woman fun. was good. I did good. the Suicide Squad, the second one. I like the, the Suicide yeah, the second Squad, one. but I think this is better. I think this is better than all the movies but Wonder Woman, and I think that they I will say Mac three problems. I will say the first Aquaman is good, but it points out what the problems were with all of the DCEU in the beginning, where they gave you one version of what Aquaman and Atlantis was like in, was it Justice League or Batman v Superman? Justice League? Justice. And then all of a sudden... We got Aquaman, and it's completely different because it's a different director and everything. And it was like, okay, you have to kind of have to have someone who's saying, "Here's the style we're following," That's so it all why, feels cohesive. That's why it's been all over the place, though. That's what Peter Safran and James Gunn are supposed to be doing now. Yeah, yeah. but again, this is their don't make Justice League first. Yeah. That was a mistake. <laughs> that was a huge mistake. Big mistake. Yeah, but that, but we've talked about it before. That was like they're looking at the numbers and the money that, but, but that, even in that Marvel's Bat- pulling, and they're like, oh, yeah, we know a piece of that. Exactly. It's exactly what it was. Look at Batman versus Superman, quote, comma, colon, dawn of justice, comma, the big <laughs> shit's going down. Like that movie was the whole point of that movie was to get us ready for justice. Like the point where we had clips of Barry Allen, we had for some reason Cyborg, we had stuff about Aquaman. Like one word in the movie. Like they're just. They were not inter- They were never interested in just telling us a story. Yeah, they, it was all contrived. Yeah, for all its flaws, Man of Steel is at least a coherent story that exists on its own. Right. None not of the other movies, story, exception. But... Of, I just said for all its flaws, it's what it, it is unabashedly itself. Yeah. None of the other movies can say that they're all a part of trying to do what Kevin Feige did successfully for a while, and has even started to see flaws in. I'll still say this in recent years. Yeah. Yeah. Too big. It's too big. And I think that I think that I'm gonna say this. I am tired of continuity in movies. Tired of it. Yeah. I just want to see good movies at this point. Okay. I, am I alone on that? Am I alone on that? I don't disagree with you. I'm not, I, I don't, I'm not tired of it yet. But. I don't necessarily hate continuity. I hate movies That's bogged a hate. down. I, I said I'm tired of it. I don't want to see movies bogged down by continuity. Oh, how does this fit into the bigger picture? And you have no choice at some point when you're 30 movies in. They become the movies become about like themselves. 15, yeah, it's yeah. See, I want to see continuity. I want to see that, but like we were just saying, even Feige is starting to lose his way. Although a pandemic and all this other stuff that's going on. I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear a pandemic. I, I, I know, but nobody forgot how to write. Because yeah, of COVID. Been, well, we're in a writer's strike now, so they did actually. <laughs> didn't forget. They're just like, you got to pay a motherfucker. Didn't you got to get paid? But, but, the COVID affects the writer's part of your brain. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, I don't mind I continuity, but it has to be done. And it seems like even Marvel, who is the only group that has 
made, done it right so far is on their way down now. Look unless they pick the ball up and start running comics. towards the goal again. Yeah, but that, you're right. Actual superhero comics. If that's the goal, <laughs> they fuck up at least as much as they get it right. Oh, 100%. So. And we're there now. Like, I And again, I've just... The best Marvel movie I think we've gotten in the last was Spider Man. That is a movie that's steeped in continuity, but does it? Yeah. They did it. They we have far more Ant Man quantum. What is that movie called? Quantumania. Quantumania. Hated that thing. Like the and the more I think back on it, the more I was like, what is the purpose of any of this? COVID took my writing. I felt the same <laughs> way. Yes, yes, Randy. We know. <laughs> By the way, thank you for agreeing, Randy. I appreciate that. It was a tragedy. All right, there was we've... a flag running by. You guys hear that? Yes. Yeah. All right. We've beaten this to uh, to death. So let's Pretty wrap much. this up. Much let's like Supergirl. Let's, let's go like around. Barry's mom. Ooh, like too Barry's soon. Mom. Hey. Too soon. Why was she oh. Italian? Can anyone answer me that question? Was she Italian or Spanish? Spanish. Spanish. She's Italian. She's making spaghetti. She's rolling she's... noodles. She's very clearly Italian. I don't know then. But she was played by. Who knows? Why not? A Italian. Spanish actress, wasn't she? Playing Italian. Damn it! They're where's making, my notes? I have my. I thought they were here. listening to a Spanish song. That's why I'm like. I don't know, ma- I'm going to go with Italiano because they're making noodles by hand, and the whole movie hinges on this entire movie hinges on spaghetti. On a can of tomatoes. Have to go with Ezra Miller's some something in their background, maybe. I don't know. Maybe okay. I don't know. I just wondered why. But this whole movie. You know, this whole yeah, Mar- Maribel Verdu. You can play a different nationality than you. Well, want. I know. I just. They're making spaghetti. They're hand rolling noodles. Only Dagos do that. I can say that. This whole movie hinges. It's not permission for you, John, to play any ethnicity. Don't take that to heart. Don't take it. (laughs) You're just not a very good actor, John. I know that. (laughs) I think John could play a tree. Yes, I that. Don't go there again. Lay off of her, will you? Jesus. If I could lay into her. Anyway, let's go. I clicked mute so as not to say. Dirty joke. One to a ten to one, ten being the best, one being the worst. And give your final thoughts. And Chris, you can go first. I don't know, like an eight somewhere in there. I enjoyed it quite a bit as I was watching it. Why else do you go to the movies? Nice big spectacle. Sure, it was fun. I don't know if I'll be thinking about it much, but that's okay. All right, that's it. Cool, JD. Seven and a half. I liked it a lot, but the question about Barry's mom bugs me. That bu- I can't lie. It, it really bugged me. But I love, I liked Ezra Miller. They're really good in this movie. Really good in this movie. Mike, seeing Michael Keaton back as Batman, uh, I really love that. Like, the good far outweighs the bad. But I think because of, like, the overabundance of studio interference, yeah. it's hard for me to get beyond that. But it's good. I highly recommend it. I want to know what normal people think, actually. People who aren't like comic nerds love this stuff. Like, we clearly love this stuff. I want to hear what the normies think about this. Tom Cruise liked it. I said normal people. (laughs) Tom Cruise and Stephen King liked it, right? Because they... There were Easter eggs about those guys in here. By the way, wait, I think we can all agree the Eric Stoltz joke was phenomenal. Oh, my God, yes. Okay, they did that in Fringe, too. Does anyone remember that? That was... That I was something thought. how they knew they were in a different universe. But, but here's, They're in 1985 and on the marquee, it's but Back also, to the Future starring Eric Stoltz. I never saw Fringe. That's also something to your I point, J.D. I think only super nerds know about the Eric Stoltz connection to the Back to the Future. And I wore, and that's what I wondered, too. Same with the Nicolas Cage Superman. Like, you got to be a nerd to know that story. They are deep yeah. cuts. They're super deep cuts. That's why I'm like, mm-hmm. if I want to take my wife to it just to be, just to be like, it. what is this? I don't know. I don't know what a normal person would think of all this. 
<laughs> normal person. Right. Well, as the furthest from a normal person here, John. <laughs> I'm giving it a six. Wow. I just, I just, I mean, there were too many. I'm, I, I enjoyed it once. And then I started to think about it. And the more, and again, it's like, I'm not a normal person. I'm a comic book person. And I'm, I like DC or used to. And they just, there was too many things in there that just kept tripping my brain up while I was watching it. And I still feel like the jokes were just inserted after they filmed those scenes. And here, we've got these jokes, just spread them throughout the movie. They had, the jokes had nothing to do with the actual, the actual situation that they were filming at the time. It was just, oh, tell this joke while we're doing this. Okay. Uh, So it's just, there was too many things about this that just, I wouldn't watch this again because it doesn't go anywhere it's too, there's too many things that bug me. And I, I will admit Ezra Miller, his swan song, he did pretty good. I'm sure that when we see the behind the scenes, they'll show the the freezer that they were rolling into every night. So he couldn't do anything bad while they were doing the movie. Or Fair, they all the bad stuff they did was after the movie was done shooting. Yeah, mm-hmm. true. Wow, oh, there's yeah. a movie. I feel like Dave just Although we haven't heard about him in a year or so since they started like promoting this. So... Like they they had their thumb on him, I'm sure. They threatened to pull uh, the movie. Yeah, but anyway, it just yeah, I just I don't know. I just I can't get past a lot of the a lot of the stuff that bugs me about this. I get it. Okay. I am going to say they they did get me in the nostalgias. I loved the Nicolas Cage cameo. I'm sorry, no, that was, was good. brilliant. Okay. Michael Keaton still got it. He carries a good amount in this movie, which is good. But Ezra Miller does an excellent job playing two versions of Barry Allen. You can't take that away from them in this movie. And I'm doing this also strictly to piss Joey DiCarlo of Wizard off because I gave Across the Spider-Verse a 7.5. I'm giving this one an 8 because I enjoyed this one more than Across the Spider-Verse. You're a monster, Dave. <laughs> you hate Gwen Stacy that much. Oh, yeah, I do. I do. God, no, not Gwen Stacy's uh... Spider-Gwen. There's a difference. There's John, I have some medicinal, medicinal gummies I'll send you the next time you go to see a dumb movie. In the it's going to help you out a, a lot. I think that's a, a very kind and appreciated move on this part because I think it might be gonna, really going to relax. <laughs> All right. I think the overall consensus, except for John, from John, is go see this movie. Yeah, go see it. I wouldn't say don't go see it. I'm just saying that some, I don't know. Just John, This movie is very bad about details, right? Yeah. And, and that's John me, right? Stickler for details. Yeah, but I agree. I understand that people who aren't ADHD and OCD and all that, they'll go to this movie and they'll enjoy it, just like they enjoyed the Transformers movies. Complete trash people, but I don't know. It's, it's okay. Did you guys like the last, the last week's show? Oh, that's right. You weren't here. I wasn't here. I was with family, so I just didn't get to see a chance to listen. Did we like the Transformers movie? I haven't seen it yet. It's confusing. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I'm it's not going like... to either. I'm just curious. It's just, it's so confusing because it's definitely a whole new timeline, but they don't explain that at all. You're just supposed to, like, understand what's going on. But if you've seen it, an, I haven't seen yeah. a Transformers movie since 1988 or 86, whenever that came out. Oh, when they you're, killed Optimus Prime. You're smart. It's the only one I've ever seen. <laughs> you, know, you should save yourself a lot of, quite frankly, a lot of just wasted money. Quite frankly. I saw Michael Bay and I was like, eh, maybe not. Good call. Yeah. Good call. Yeah. Now, and it's, okay, so I think the consensus was... Bumblebee did well, so they're like, okay, we can make another Transformers movie. But instead of following the formula that worked in Bumblebee, 
they went back to the Michael Bay formula. It was like, uh, really? Except yeah. without Michael Bay, which really, didn't yeah. work out too well. Uh, yeah. And that had some rewrites to it. Yeah. So. All right. So let's wrap this one up. Randy, we do not promote that here. Uh-oh. Nope. No, you can't give it a five. Let's wrap this up. Let's go around. Did you, what did you learn this week? Or do you have any recommendations? And this time, John, you can start. I don't know. I didn't really learn much of anything except DC's going to, we'll see what DC does. I, as far as the recommendations, I'm shotgunning all of these light novels for reincarnated as a sword. It's way better than it ever, sh- than anything with that name should be. If you have any proclivities towards the anime side of things, check that out. All right, cool. Chris? Sure. I brought visual aids today. Ah. Oh. Last time I was Showing recommended something. Marvel, and since we did DC, I'll recommend. DC's been putting out these big old phone books of previous series. This was oh, nice. the Unwritten, I don't know, it was one of the last good <laughs> Vertigo series. You can get these if you order them ahead of time. You can get them for half off. It's like 30 bucks, and you usually get 30, 40 issues of stuff. They've been doing some of the Alan Moore, America's Best stuff, like Top Ten and Tom Strong. These are all good. Huh. And if anyone remembers Milestone Comics from the 90s when... Oh, yeah. There are two compendiums of those so far. Those have about 40 or 50 issues in each of those, so those are great. Yeah, just good stuff. Cool. All right. And I didn't learn a thing. No, I wouldn't expect that. JD? I learned shit. I recommend Universal Studios Orlando. If one finds (laughs) himself in Florida and one likes partaking in amusement parks, do this one. And then get the fast pass because you it's worth the extra money because you don't want to stand in line in Florida in the summertime. It's awful. Get the fast pass. Go to Universal Studios. They have covered parking. They have I recommend it too. I recommend it too for no particular reason. All hail the great god Comcast. <laughs> oh, and worship before it. I find it amusing though, because as a youth he worked in Disney, but as an adult, he has to recommend the competitor. I didn't work in Disney, but I sang on stage there and Oh, okay. You yeah, worked at I, Disney World? I, I sang I on stage. I sang at stage there. For, cool. After for I leave the podcast, can you recreate that? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to yeah. say, there's a story here, and I'd like to know more. No, not, it went down. Not this went, week. Yeah. Okay. He was, he's one of those kids that was chained inside the It's a Small World ride. Oh, I told I my son not. we were going to do that to him if he was. That's a, that's I said a that's valid. what they do with I said, that's what they do with kids that that fuck around. I said, they take you and the parents leave you and they go, and it's a small world and you have to sing for the rest of time. He goes, knock it off, dad. I said, okay. (laughs) They do that to the parents too, though. Yeah, It's torture for the parents. I said, do you want to go? I said, it's the creepiest ride in the park. And he said, oh God, no. So, all those characters in the It's a Small World, those are all voodoo dolls of the parents that cause trouble. Uh, (laughs) All right. What did I? I didn't learn a damn thing either this week, other than Michael Keaton still got it. He really does. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, he that really does. It. We yeah. knew that though. We knew that. Yeah. Yeah. When we saw him as Vulture, we knew it. Yeah. I knew it as some uh, Birdman. For God's sakes, uh, that man's good. You know, I still haven't seen that movie. It's a good movie. It's weird. It's very weird, but it's good. Yeah. So Artsy some of those gummies. Maybe get some of those gummies <laughs> before you are. <laughs> Maybe. I have a surround sound um, in my basement come with the drums in that movie. It sounds it's, going insane. Yes. <laughs> you would add. You, it's actually a good call. The soundscape in that movie is very interesting. It it's, is. It's pretty good. All right. I will hmm. also, I will recommend that you check out Secret Invasion, uh, new on Disney Plus, because 
John and I will at least be talking about that a little bit next week. <laughs> we might have to force JD to watch it. Also, I would recommend that you head on over to Superhero Speak to Cam DKM. Oh my God, I can't talk. Dot com. Where you can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media at the top of the page. Comic book reviews by Chris, not Kassan. <laughs> Did I get replaced? I was like, what the hell? <laughs> Anyway, and lots of other good things. So on that note, as always, boys and girls, thanks for watching. Don't let you keep and don't let you keep go out in the door.